Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast. It's all connected. Everything. Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's All Connected, episode 119. This is Russ, and back with me is Daryl Taylor. How you doing? Good. And we are down a co-host or two, so we recruited our podcast brother, Mr. Jim Dietz. Hey, uh, it's great to be here on the DC TV podcast. Oh, wait, uh, the Walking Dead TV No, um, nothing's on. No. Damn it. Oh, it's all connected. Yeah, hi. You get there eventually. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I do a lot of podcasts with Daryl, so what can I say? Ah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. It's good to be on the line with you again, Russ. Yeah, yeah. Coming up ten years together, podcasting there, bro. Pretty I know, scary. I know. It's crazy. Pretty, pretty crazy. scary. And still going. Wow. Um, still, still going strong. Yeah, yeah. So Matthew uh, couldn't couldn't join us tonight. He had something come up. Uh, if it was if it was Aaron, I would say he's probably at the last Jedi premiere. But uh, but it's not Aaron Newworth. It's it's Matthew no. Darrow. So uh, no telling what's going on. Mm. Uh, so not a whole lot of news since we last uh, hopped on to talk about. But we got a lot to talk about tonight. So we're going to talk Thor Ragnarok. We're going to talk a little bit of Agents of Shield, a little bit of Runaways, a little bit of Punisher, uh, and and just kind of get started on those. Um, but the biggest news since we recorded last was the Infinity War trailer. So finally, the end of the memes, like no more crazy memes for people waiting for Infinity War trailer. But now there now there's a whole new meme. It's the yeah, the new meme. Yeah, now. it's the Black Panther get this man a get this dot, man dot, a dot, yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite one though was with the, the Marvel and Netflix uh, universe. It was like get this man a coffee, Luke Cage. You know. Get this woman a beer and or some scotch, and it yeah. was Jessica Jones. Get this man a hallway, and it was a, yeah. a daredevil. Yeah. Get this man a better show, and it was Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Yeah, <laughs> damn, Iron Fist gets no respect. No respect. No respect. No respect. And the Fist of Kung Long, I tell you, I heard about a hundred times in his miniseries. Um, I love the trailer. I thought it was pretty cool. Interesting though, I thought it was that the um, the San Diego trailer that it leaked earlier yeah uh uh-huh. was fairly different from this yeah and and thor had both of his eyes in that one yes if yes. you know this and of yes. course you know if you've seen thor ragnarok spoilers all right he's in he only has one eye now much like his dad so um they fixed that in this trailer does thanos look okay to you without anything on his head uh, I, mm, I guess he looks fine i know there are people talking uh, about the coloring but the only thing I'll say to that is, so the only time we've seen him so far is he's been in space or in dark areas. And so right. they're showing him in daylight. And so it's different. The other thing is the movie may not be color timed yet. So, oh. and that's just speculation, but it may not be color timed yet. So this may not mm-hmm. be, you know, it may not, I mean, the movie's six months away. So right. um, it may not be final, but I don't know. I guess I didn't, uh, I didn't dwell on it too much. Now, just because I know you would know this more than I would, Russ, this is going to be the the final chapter of Phase Three, or is the sequel to this? No, the sequel is there going to be an Infinity yeah, War Two. The sequel, okay. yeah, the sequel to is, it is the end of no. Phase Three. Okay. 
I just didn't know what if because the, there have been talk for a while. Oh, we're going to make Infinity War into two movies. We're going to have it. And no, no, no. We're going to make it one movie, and then no, no, no. We're yeah, make it two movies, and and then you know, segue into like new Avengers type stuff. So I mean, it'd been kind of back and forth as far as what I had read. So I, I mean, this is pure speculation on my part, but I firmly yeah. believe that even though they're like, nope, it's two separate movies, I still think it's really a movie split in two parts. I. I firmly believe that there's going to be some cliffhanger-ish, not yeah. not like a not crazy cliffhanger, but kind of a soft cliffhanger at the end of this right. that has to be resolved mm. in the fourth one. And I think they, they're playing the game. Yeah. They don't want to yeah. say it's a, a part two, but it's bullcrap. It is it is a part yeah. part two the to the next thing. It'll probably be the new Avengers, I would think. Like right. Well, and there's the, the, there's a lot of weird stuff. So we're seeing. It looks like there's scenes that they're recreating from the first Avengers movie because because mm-hmm. there's been location shooting with uh, Thor and Loki uh, in their Avengers. And I wonder era. if that's the reality gem changing. I wonder if that's part of that is changing reality, or yeah, or mm. or time, or both. The time or, gem, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, you know, maybe some of that going back and forth with that, especially when you're messing with those those gems. Yeah, we. Like, See that being the case. There's been, you know, talks of like something set in I think the 50s or the 60s that they're they're mm. they were hiring actors and actresses for and some set pieces. Um, and we've seen some stuff with Re- with Jeremy Renner where he's you know he's had kind of the new hairdo that is looking like it's more reminiscent of his uh, Ultimates version of Hawkeye where he's he's or Ronan you know Ronan's mm-hmm, a big one because right. he's got like the black and the yellow. Um, mm-hmm. so th- I think there's something, I-, I think something happens at the end of the third Avengers movie that, mm-hmm. that necessitates all this in the fourth one. Uh, mm-hmm. but I'm really, I- I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I thought the trailer was really well done. I mean, I, looking at it, I didn't, it, I guess I didn't, um, I mean, I had, it, I almost, I mean, I've seen it probably 30 times, but. I, there was nothing in there that really jumped out at me as like, oh my god, you know, or, or any. No, it, it was just, no. it was really, it was, it was really good. It was really solid. It, mm-hmm. you know, it showed, you know, everything I thought that we would see. Um, a lot of quick cuts, just, and so I mean, you can't really make. There's, there's, there's just a lot of stuff you just can't make out. It's a lot of quick cuts, yeah. a lot of characters mm-hmm. kind of coming in, coming out, uh, and that kind of stuff. Well, again, like you said, the movie's still six months away. Yeah. It's still like mm-hmm. probably probably being edited as we speak or color corrected in time during right. yeah. post production. Um, I just I'm I'm wondering if audiences are going to react to another giant big bad making a hole in space. That uh, yeah that type thing. You know what I mean? It seems we've seen that you know first Avengers movie, yeah. Suicide Squad, uh, Justice League. You know we've seen that quite a bit lately. I don't know. They'll get the pass. I I really do. I think they'll get the pass. They, I like this. I don't think there'll be any. I have seen people. Na- I have seen people online when you break down plots, and they will say, "I don't like dot 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 dot," and you say, "Well, this movie did dot 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 the same thing," and their reaction is, "Well, I liked it anyway." So I don't yeah. think I I yeah. just don't. I just don't think that they will care. They will. They will love it anyway. I, I think that's. A, I think that's the deal. People will just get with it anyway. Yeah. I had this like wild speculative theory that uh, Thanos is going to use the Infinity Gauntlet to like bring back 
all the villains that have kind of disappeared to the Infinity Stones over the course of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we never really saw Red Skull die. He just got no. seen the Infinity yeah. Stone. Yeah. Same, well, with Mal- same with, yeah, with Malekith. Right. Yep. Uh, same with some of the other. Same with some of the other villains. I mean, that right. would blow, that would blow my mind. Well, maybe they can get him to come back if he, or just get another actor to do it. But yeah, yeah, Red Skull uh, would be easy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, well, even Malekith would be easy with the makeup or whatever. Yeah, you know? and with and it's so many characters in this thing. Like, there's no way like everybody's gonna get a you know get a spot. Like, right. a, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of cameo and then out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, the no Russos have said a few times they want to touch every part of the Marvel universe they can. Yeah, it. so, so. It, there's no way around it. There's no way around it. So people who are thinking they're going to get like, oh, I wonder if they're going to get into this relationship with blah blah blah, or they're going to. I don't think they should get their hopes up with all that because you ain't you don't have that much real estate when you have so many characters in a movie. Yeah. The ending of the trailer, though, the, you know, the big run of of the heroes and the and the two armies coming against each other. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks like that was in, in. There's a lot of speculation that this movie may involve a lot more of Wakanda than uh, than we would think. You know, I, I think I'm going to go even further than that and say that by the end of these movies, Wakanda is not going to be the way they present it in Black Panther because I really don't see them continuing Marvel movies with having this you know giant thriving techno society. You know, in in Africa like that, I, I could see very much like one of the battles being in Wakanda over one of the stones, and like Wakanda being in ruins after. I mean, I'm just being speculative, sure, but I mean, sure. it's kind. Of, I'm I'm also, sure also, something. I mean, who do you think is going to die? I mean, somebody's going to have to die here, right? Probably RDJ. Uh, right? I don't. I don't think. I don't think so, think so but... because they're all spotted for four, right? Like they've all they've they're all doing work in the fourth one. So I think mm-hmm. if somebody dies in this one, I think there's something that happens in the fourth one to. Right. To bringing them back or undo it, so because if they was, play, if, oh. well, if they play with the original story, I mean, there's so many characters that were killed off and then brought back yeah. because he just plays with people, like it, it, it you know, just to right. just to do it. So if they go that route where they kill off people in this movie, and then in the next movie, some of them come back, like you know, some of them are there and some of them are not. I could see some of that. I, I could see some of that happening. Maybe like maybe they torture hawkeye or whatever they kill his family he becomes ronin next movie they change that you know that could change that for him yeah because it's just it's up to it seems like they don't it's like you know he plays he seems like they're gonna keep that that kind of way where it's all just a game to him yeah also i i would i would love it i'm sorry i would love it if they were to take rdj and like instead of killing him make him an ai like jarvis was that way they could keep him in the series uh, he wouldn't have to worry about the fact that he's getting into his fifties or whatever. They could just use his voice. Well, like, there's no way have that flavor. Yeah. You know? Well, there's no way you can't. I mean, he's. Remember, he had like a drawer full of AI personalities. You can't tell me he didn't make one of himself. Oh, sure, right, and exactly. all that, right? I, I still I mean, that, something tells mm-hmm. me though that, and I don't, I don't know why I think this, and and mm-hmm. maybe I'm being naive, but. I, something tells me that he is going to want to do a fourth Iron Man movie as a swan song and be mm-hmm. like, that'll be his exit. Um, I feel the same way about and, it, too. Yeah. And, and then maybe at that point, like, he becomes the AI. But there's just something about it that tells me, like, he's the one that started all this. At some point, I think he's going to want a solo outing to, to end it. Uh, with his boy. I, th- yeah. I think he wants to do it with his boy yeah. because they started this thing together i don't think that he got a, a proper 
I don't think that they he feels like he got a proper movie. Yeah. That last movie, uh what's his name? Um, Favreau. Favreau. Yeah. I don't think he feels like he got a proper send-off for uh, Iron Man. And and I think a the I mean the Iron Man movies are very successful especially following a you know the th- three mm-hmm. following Avengers was was over a billion. But if they if they hyped it up as this is Robert Downey Jr. swan song as this character. Right. This is the last time he will appear as Tony Stark as Iron Man. Right. I think that movie would make a fortune. Because uh, look at two. I mean, two was just so rushed, right? Man, he didn't really get to do two, what though. he wanted to do it to. I know, but I'm just saying yeah. for him, it was rushed. Sure. For him, it was it was a rushed film. He probably should like he wasn't in good. St- something was up with him and Marvel at the time, so he didn't do three. Right, I, I remember there was some rumbling with with the camps or something. Maybe, but but he did. But they worked. Favreau, they got Favreau went off to a jungle. Yeah, he did Jungle Book. Book. Yeah, but I know. But w- I remember hearing with Favreau that there was a little discontent with him and Marvel, maybe because of the way that he had to connect to. Like there were changes with two that were made. Yeah, maybe. You know, and making that. And then they kind of worked it together for three, because I remember uh, in an interview with uh, RDJ where he was talking about he would like to, he would like to do a last thing with him. Yeah. No, yeah. No, good question. Remember that? Like, he talked about, like, so I, it's just, all the stuff is just adding up that it would just, it would be the perfect thing to kind of give him that last like maybe even have it where he marries Pepper in that last you know oh, sure. movie. I'm sure. Go off. Would, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, leave it where he can't be. You know, like they can fix it so his heart is just too jacked up that he can't even be Iron Man anymore. They could do it that way and still give him a send off, a happy send off where he can make a cameo here and there, but he doesn't have to be Iron Man. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. I don't think it's going to be Cap because I think Evans is still young enough that. If mm-hmm. if phase four starts to go south, like the box office starts to slide right. with some of what they have, I feel like they'll they'll want something in their back pocket. And they haven't mm-hmm. I mean, Evans hasn't made RDJ money on any of this stuff. I mean nobody's no. made RDJ money on any no. of this stuff. Um, <laughs> no. Evans would be in a really great spot to come back, you know, to for for his final or whatever whatever he wants to well, do. He's trying to- he kind of got over himself with that. He like, did. Remember, he, he kept talking about like, "Oh, I get I, this should be it for me." Yes. Blah blah blah, and and he talked about how eventually RDJ was like, "What the hell is what the f is wrong with you, dude? Yeah. Like, you're talking like it's the end of your world. Like, just do your movies that you want to do, and do this. Yeah, these like, these movies will make deal. it so you could you could do whatever you right. want. Right, yeah. do whatever think, you want. I think if they, I think if they offer, I think you know, I've read some interviews with Evans where he says he wants to direct and like oh, yeah. some more stuff behind the camera. Yeah, so yeah. I think if I think if Disney or I mean uh, Disney Marvel, you know, were to offer him like you know smaller independent films to direct, mm-hmm. then they might be able to keep him around. But <laughs> I really think if this is going to be like like Feige is talking like the big emotional payoff from everything they started from the very beginning. That and I hate to sound like a typical you know, comic book fan or whatever. I think somebody's going to have to die yeah, at some point. Well, I know Widow. I think it's safe because they want to do that Widow movie. Yep. I think yep. that they don't. I think after seeing Wonder Woman do as well as it did, mm. that Foggy keeps talking about we should have did a Widow, Widow movie in the first. We should have done it earlier. Um, so I think he, on top of the Captain Marvel that they're already doing, 
they, they want to do that one. They want to do at least that one uh, widow themed, you know, w- widow focused movie. So I think she's safe. I don't, I don't think she's dying. They want to and the other just make it a Hawkeye and widow movie and tell us what happened in Budapest. Exactly. They could I, <laughs> yeah, like imagine cool. imagine if they if Hawkeye is to die because that you always hear that like they always mention that Hawkeye could be the one to die. Imagine she's at his funeral. It starts off with her at the funeral, thinking back to how they got you know got together the first case. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. You know, like they still look they still look like the their themselves. They still yes. look at the age that they were when they started this thing. They they've aged gracefully enough that. Imagine a movie set where you could have her um, and Nick Fury because Samuel L. Jackson ain't aged that much either. Where he don't he doesn't he kind of looks the same as he did when he was you know in the other movies oh, too. Yeah. Like imagine you get to see their deal, like how you know she was going to kill somebody, he was supposed to kill her. They don't, you know, and they kind of work through that, and then they, he break he he pretty much vouches for her to be on Shield. Like imagine if they give a case where they work together for the first time. I mean, that'd be a perfect way to do a standalone film that doesn't have to connect with anything else. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no question. I think we're going to start. I think that's what phase four is going to be more about is just not this big connected. Like we're going to, we're going to have something culminate. I think it's just going to be a lot of, a lot of one-offs, but uh, so for cat, I mean, after, 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 I mean, such a big thing as infinity war, I mean, that's the only way they could really go. It'd be more, uh, you know, like one-off, like uh, self-contained yeah, movies. Yeah. That, yeah. What do you, so for Cap? Are you guys thinking Energy Shield? Yeah. Mm. Even though I wanted him to get that Mantium Black and Red Shield, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. it's gonna be Energy Shield. That'd be cool too. But it's just they show him in that scene. He looks like he has these gauntlet things on. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious what. I'm, cu- I'm curious. I'm thinking. It, I'm thinking there's shields on both. Gauntlets, right? Maybe that's what we're thinking. You know, she. Nomad had the Nomad had the discs, right? So, you know that they're kind of implying that he's kind of in this nomad personality, right? uh, You know, the beard and the longer hair. So that would make sense if he had the discs on. You know, the shields on each hand. That that would definitely make sense. Yeah, you can shoot them, shoot them out that way. But oh, it'd be so cool though. Yeah, he had that. He had that shield, and then he can give it to. uh, when he gets his shield back, he can pass it on to to uh, Winter Soldier. Because didn't he say he was having a, a he he has a, he signed he re-signed for for more movies? Who Sebastian Stan? Yeah, no, his initial I, deal I, was like eight eight flicks. Okay, yeah. okay, um, but I know he's ready to go. Like he's he's ready to do more. Oh movies. sure, yeah. The way he's talking, he's, he wants that. He wants to do this stuff. This is great for him. Yeah, no, no question. Uh, so the newbies, I, I just wonder who, if they're going to either do him being taken over his cap or just keep him, you know, wearing a soldier and I, you know, he does independent stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could easily incorporate him into a Black Widow movie because she talked, you know, because he's he's been yeah, he the shadow, yeah. you know, like the two mm-hmm. of them never meet in the movie, but. You know, he could be skulking around in the background and stuff. So that last scene is her getting shot through the side, yeah. to kill the other guy, yeah. to kill that guy. That'd be incredible, man. Yeah. That could that could be well, such I think, a so, Scarlett Johansson. She did an interview back. I want to say this is July or August, mm-hmm. and she said that 
her and Feige, you know, it's just in the past, it's more been her schedule than it's been anything else. They've talked about it many times and she's, you know, her schedule just hasn't, hasn't cooperated with it and they kind of weren't ready. And so she's like, yeah, I think we're at the point now where if we can make the schedule work, she's ready to do it. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, I know people want, it's like, oh, I can't believe they're not doing Black Widow. And it's like, well, the assumption is that Marvel doesn't want to do it. And the assumption was never like, she's busy. <laughs> like, like, I mean, she's, she's, she gets solid work. I mean, she does mm-hmm. two, yeah. three, four movies yeah. a year. So yeah, she does small, big ones. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so I, I never was a, I mean, given the reception that that character has and, and, and Scarlett Johansson in general, I, I never thought that they didn't, they were afraid to, to, to take that leap. Uh, I think Wonder Woman just kind of gives them more the kick in the yeah, ass, more ammo dude. in that gun, but yeah, well, I, would, I mean, Fog, I mean, if I think Foggy's thing when he was talking about it was kind of like I could have put. I mean, we could have really made if we really wanted to get this thing done, we could have scheduled it right for her to be able to do this. Like if we really pushed it, yeah. we could have we could have made it happen, but we just didn't. Uh, Plus, it's not like they don't they have a shortage of movies on their docket yeah, exactly. at all. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, considering you know how many movies are coming out from Marvel and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, DC is still going to have movies coming out, even though they're cutting back or whatever. I mean, right. they they they've got to be looking at you know possible market saturation at some point. And, and, you know? and no question, and just the studio can yeah, only yeah. do so much, so many in a year. I mean, right, right now they're cranking three a year. That's that's a that's pretty hectic. So. It was easier, there was an easy shuffle or something they could have done. Sure. Like he, I, when he was talking about it, it was an easy shuffle if they wanted. Yeah, to I mean do they it, they but, would have probably shuffled like either Ant Man or or right. Doctor Strange or you know um, right. even you know even the third Thor movie or something. So, and I think they're smart too to um um to kind of give the different movies a different flavor and to keep them more self contained. Like they're saying that Ant Man and the Wasp is going to be more like a like a rom com and yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm, I think they're smart to do that. That's kind of what I think DC should be doing too. I mean, you know, that Shazam movie, that Aquaman movie, should just be like kind of contained into themselves and just be, you know, worry about making one good movie before you try to worry about making well, eight I, or nine. You know, I think for Aquaman, and that's, but that's, that's what, what I'm, I'm sorry, real quick, but that's what Marvel mm-hmm. did. You know, they they worried about making a good Iron Man movie, right? They teased a little bit at the end. Hey, there's this Avengers Initiative thing, maybe down the. You know what I mean? Then they worried about making a good Thor movie. Then they worried about making a good Cap movie. Then they looked at getting the thing together, you know. So, well, by the time they got to, I mean, there was some bumps because Iron Man Two. I know you guys liked it, but there were some bumps because they wanted to connect. Oh, no question. I mean, there, yeah. there yeah. you know, like so there was some bump, I mean, even though it still, you know, still made a a boatload of money. I mean, um, people didn't care, but I mean, Avengers Two, there were issues with that because they were trying to connect things. And there were there are little bumps in the road here and there, and they're uh, you know and they're well yeah I mean well they're trying to you know this is something that's never really been done before in that right, movie right. situation you know the, yeah. probably the closest thing would be like James Bond I would think you know before this and that yeah, really has different. not yeah, that is different. a totally different take on continuity but like yeah. to, you know to try to find that that mix between you know how connected do we want it to be and then how much do we want it to be stand on its own. You know, they've been wrestling with that. I think they wrestled with it, like you say, Iron Man 2. They definitely wrestled with it in Age of Ultron, I think, to the detriment of the film. Still my least favorite uh, Avengers movie, for sure, and least favorite of the uh, MCU movies for me. Um, you know, I just, I, I, they've been kind of wrestling with it back and forth. I think it's just now, like with Civil War and now with, uh, you know, uh, Black Panther and everything, they really kind of have the recipe right, you know. Yep. 
the more to more to come. But yeah, overall, I mean, obviously the trailer was watched like 250 million times in the first 24 yeah. hours, which is kind of insane. Um, but I think it's just because people have been waiting and waiting and waiting and, uh, and, and now they got it. So I was, I was surprised. I guess the one thing I was surprised is we didn't see more guardians. Like it was, they, that was just at the very end. We see Thor and the guardians in, right. in kind of after the, the credit mm-hmm. or, or the, the title, you know, kind of came through. And I don't think their role was going to be that big in the first one. I don't know. Because one. they did like all the filming early on was a lot of mm-hmm. them and and maybe it was just scheduling and it's just the way it worked but they do have some stuff with Spider-Man and with Iron Man um and we just you know just just seeing that little little glimpse so and i guess part of it is maybe it's just a little bias on, on my part knowing what the San Diego footage uh talked about right. that i just right. i guess that right. was my expectation but and i wonder how i mean they are i guess they need the information like they're the they're the only people since we're not going to have the Adam Warlock right uh, to do it. They are the ones that's supposed to give the heroes their information, along with Doctor Strange. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and plus, I mean, if if it's really going to try to parallel at all to the you know, original Thanos, and I'm not talking about the um, Infinity Gauntlet so much as the um, Marvel Two in One Annual Number Two and Avengers Annual Number Seven, which it seems like is closer to actually than the actual mm-hmm. Infinity Gauntlet story. Yeah, they're going to need yeah, Warlock, it. and Warlock. I mean, you know, spoiler was one of the, you know, the hints and the um, the stingers after Guardians Two. So yeah, so and he gonna, keeps saying that that Warlock was is not really coming till till Guardians Three, right? Yeah. Like he will be the next generation of of Guardians. They're saying, but who knows? But that you could know, be a lie. lie. Could be a they do lie. They lie. Yeah, they they have lie. That could be a total thing. Yeah. And uh, he could be the one to come out of nowhere, you know, and and deal with things and be the one that can kind of deal with things. Like, it keeps making me think like everyone gets laid low in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, in the second one, they're, you know, they, they kind of come together. Yeah. Agreed. So we finally got our trailer. Mm-hmm. Now we'll just have to wait for the next one. Should we talk about the Spider-Man trailer we got too? The Spider-Man Tales from the Spider-Verse, the animated Miles Morales. Yeah, so it's it's it is Sony. I I don't think it's really MCU, but maybe who knows? Um, I, but that was a really that one. Look, good. they've been talking. I just saw yeah, it. they've been talking about it for a while, and so the mm-hmm. trailer just kind of dropped. It was like. Not even there wasn't even a lot to talk about. I was like, "Oh, here's this trailer for this thing that we've kind of talked about, but haven't really said much more about." Um, right. It has a very like not the character designs, but it almost seemed like the backgrounds and stuff had a very anime inspired look to it. You know, a lot of it did. Uh, it did. A lot of dark, a lot of rain. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks really good. I mean, they're very being very dynamic with the camera angles and yeah, um, yeah, and stuff. And obviously, again, this is. So this is Miles Morales on the world after Peter Parker, you know, obviously after Peter's gone um, because they showed like his grave and everything. Um, Right. But they also show him talking to someone on the subway saying, how many of them are, how many of us are there, you know, and Mm -hmm. that whole thing. And the the, the, name, it says Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So that kind of tells me, you know, that it opens the door for, you know, Spider-Gwen or, you know, well, I have a all kinds feeling, of feeling. I have a feeling so, that 
they're going to move it from the ultimate version where Peter Parker did die to the 616 version, to, to something similar, more similar to the 616 version where Peter Parker's alive. Mm-hmm. And then older, like the comic. Like, I, th- yeah. I think they're going to move it. And that's his con- and then he meets Peter for the first time in another world. And that's how they have that conversation. I think that's how they're going to do but it. But I forget they're mm-hmm. calling. It's not Spider Gwen. It's like mm-hmm. Spider Ghost or something like that. They're calling her something like that. It's yeah. I I don't know where I saw some mention of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a strong push. I mean, like there've been there. There's also been a YA book that's been released with Miles. Um, so they're kind of really trying to push that character uh, more. Yeah, and. Shamik Moore is doing the voice of Miles Morales, who, if you've seen Dope, he was the lead character in Dope. And he, yeah, if, right if you that. watch the the Netflix show The Get Down, he was shallow mm-hmm. and fantastic on the on the Get yeah, Down. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was good. In that which, yeah, he, that was a really great character. Um, yeah, I what I like what I what I like though is usually when they make a black teenager or a black character, in in a comic setting. It's usually done by white guys, and the characters don't exactly come off as authentic. How I know people <laughs> of color are, right? Like, like, like yeah. that, it's just missing that. Like, we don't wear shin guards <laughs> and and uh, and yellow shirts and, and bright yellow shirts and stuff like that. But it's but with something with with what appears to be happening with this one though, he it seems to be a lot more. They put a lot more care into making them seem authentic because the hairstyle of, of like even the hairstyles of black, black people, like you, it looks like that. That's what kids are wearing right mm-hmm. now. Like it, it, it's not dated. Like it's not gotcha. like it, it's. And I'm I appreciate that because if we're gonna, there are a lot of kids of color who are who are into this because they their kids that hit me up that they're, they're friends of mine who their kids are, are in the comics so they know I'm in their parents know that I'm in the comics and they kind of ask me what is good to for them to be able to read that's not you know that's age appropriate mm-hmm. and stuff like that and Miles is one of those characters that kids really gravitate towards because of that suit and everything so to actually have it where it looks he looks like them you know, like he looks like he's the kind of kid that looks like what they're wearing and dressing like they're dressing and looking like they're look. Oh, I mean, plus Peter Parker in the comics isn't a teenager. Yeah, you know, they yeah, go to the yeah, they go yeah. to Spider Man movie Homecoming. Right. Peter Parker's a teenager. You know, Tom oh. Holland and you know and everything. And I think that's what makes Spider Man relatable to a lot of kids that age. I mean, it was to me anyway. It was for me. Like, yeah, it was for me. Like, too. wow, he's a teenager. He has problems. He has to go to class. You know, the yeah. girl likes doesn't like him. You know. Well, Homecoming. I think. I mean, it wasn't my favorite movie, ever, but what the thing I did like about Homecoming was that was a real high school in in, in New York. Yes. Yeah. Like that, the way that all that was put together. That's what high school looks like in here. If anybody wants to know what 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 high school is like in New York City, um, and they don't want to believe the lean, they don't want to watch. They're still not watching Lean on Me, and they think that all schools are the same as Lean on Me back in that day. You could watch Homecoming, and I and I'll point to that and be like, yes, that is how school is. Um, so I'm glad that they're they're doing a better, a lot better job now. Than, than how it used to be when I was going, coming up as a kid. Mm. 
uh, with stuff. So I appreciate that kind of stuff. You know, next thing is video games. That's the next big thing, I guess. We go. Oh, that, that PlayStation uh, Spider-Man game that's coming mm-hmm. out next year. That looks incredible. I don't know if you've seen the footage. Yeah, yeah it looks incredible, and um, it got to be a downloadable for Miles, though. You know, you would think, right? Uh, I, I think, so. man, I want to say that he appears in the game, if I'm not mistaken, mm. like that he's actually in mm-hmm. there. Mm. But you would think down the line they'd make it where you could play. Oh, like, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, they you know, they, like they skin those or... games like crazy. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you'll have it. the Miles skin, you'll have the Spider-Man 2099 right. skin, you'll have, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll. they'll and I, and I like the fact with the video game, they're not trying to make it like here's twenty, you know, every villain in his rogues right. gallery, yeah. you know, and everyone's right. a boss and every level, right. and it's like one continuous story with one or two, you know, main villains in it. You know, just very yeah. focused. I think that's really, really a smart way to go. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So this would be good. So this is next, uh, next Christmas. Basically, it comes yeah. out next year, which. Sweet Christmas. Yeah, Sweet Christmas, which is pretty – I mean, usually the lead time on the animation is, like, very, very long. So the fact that yeah. that we're yeah. just now – you know, a lot of times with these animation projects, we'll see it back when it's at the, like, animatic stage and, you know, mm-hmm. we get the voiceover stuff. And for, for them to show us the first, you know, cut of this is, is you know, a pretty well-put-together project. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh yeah, I, I am. It looks good. It really looks really yeah, good. Yeah, me and my son will probably uh, take the kids to see that f- for sure next year. So, no doubt. So cool. So that's really all the. Oh, the other bit. Uh, so this just announced today. I saw this, uh, but mm. we have a premiere date for Jessica Jones season two. Uh, they launched. Sweet. Yes, they launched a trailer, and it lists the premiere date as March eighth, which is a Thursday. Which is weird because the Netflix stuff yeah. usually drops on Friday. Friday, yeah. So, but they don't have to. So I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, they, they can Netflix do, their own rules. Yeah, they can do whatever. Yeah. I mean, they've—that's th- the thing. They've expanded their content so much that it's a—it's to the point now where there's multiple shows that are Netflix originals coming on, on the mm-hmm. same week. Um, whereas, you know, I remember back in the day, uh, you know, <laughs> right. three years ago. <laughs> You know, when it was maybe once a quarter, you know, we'd get a new show from Netflix. Um, I'm curious, though, because there might be something going on with Netflix that we don't know about that maybe that's coming out on a Friday or something that maybe that's why. Yeah, it could be. It I, that, that was the thinking I had is I want to see, OK, what are they saying is coming out the ninth? You know, is there because that money like they like they, just that big push that they've been doing that Netflix been doing yeah. of giving creators just a lot of yep. money. <laughs> to just to do all these projects, they're starting to be done. Like these projects are starting to get finished. Right, and, like and Bright. It, Bright's coming out this Christmas. That's like a, what mm-hmm. sixty million, no, seventy million dollars no, production. 80, no. They gave Shonda Rhimes. They gave Shonda Rhimes a boatload of money to do a bunch of and projects. Sean Levy, they gave, he, another one, and Sean Levy, yeah. and like they they just with they were just like. We want these direct. They were catching people, these directors and stuff. They were like, "We want you to do something I, for us." I think that's a smart move. Yeah. The the Shonda Rhimes and the Sean Levy moves are smart because it's not just, yes. "Hey, we want to commission this particular um, piece of content." It's, "Hey, oh. we know you do good stuff, so come do right. a bunch of good stuff for us." Create. Yeah. We want you to create. Yes. Uh, and, and Miller, Mark Millar, uh, yes. like just down the line, like they're just. Like we want you to create for us, and 
Um, and they, re- I've never heard anyone say otherwise where a creator, and I mean outspoken creators are saying, you know, nah, they gave me money, but then they were on top of me to do certain things. No, they were basically yeah. like they didn't bother you till you were done. Well, look at the stuff they're putting out. I mean, it's pretty pretty obvious they're giving a lot of artistic uh, freedom. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they're yeah. starting whether it works or not. It's on you. Yeah, and-, and that's got to be appealing to a to a creator, you mm-hmm. know, as opposed to like all the rigmarole you have to go through with a major studio. Sure. Well, she left ABC. Oh, yeah. She basically, Sandra Rhimes alone, like she ran that, she was the boss of of Thursday nights, right? She basically left that. I mean, that's that's major money, promised money. She left that uh, to not do, she's not doing any more projects besides this last show that's already been, she's already sold to them. But other than that, she's not doing anything else for them. And, and and everything else is going to be focused on Netflix. I mean, Ava du, Ava Duvernay. Ava D Duvernay. Duvernay, like she's been able to do all these documentaries, and I think they want her to do something else as well. Up to her, like anything yeah. you yeah. know that she wants right now, to do. Right now, she's making Wrinkle in Time with Chris Pine. And, oh, I can't wait! Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite books, man. I'm so when I was, yeah, was a kid, that was one of my favorites. I can't wait. Um, real quick though, since we're talking about the the movie universe a little bit. Um, there was a boy named Keaton Jones in Knoxville who uh, got bullied and made a viral yes. video about it. And, yes, uh, thank you for Chris bringing Evans that. came out today and uh, and tweeted back to to Keaton. He said, "Stay." Tr-. Um, it just shows what a class guy uh-huh. Chris Evans, no doubt. Stay strong, Keaton. Don't let them turn you cold. I promise it gets better. While those punks are at your school deciding what kind of people they want to be in the world, how would you and your mom like to come to the Avengers premiere in L.A. next year? That's all win. Yeah. You, there's nothing but win when you do something. It just like seems that. like a Decent all around. Decent. No, he does not in the and it, and not like I'm very cynical. Like I, I'm yeah. very cynical of that stuff. But he seems to, on a regular basis, do things like that. Yeah. Like yeah. He, eventually, you eventually your true self comes out. You've seen people try to do things like that, but eventually, how they are, it comes out. They can't hide it for so long when when there's so much social media out there. He it seems to. Um, he seems to to really do these kind of things on a regular basis. Even women that he breaks up with, yeah, can't take that. It's like he gets on my nerves. Like he broke up with me, but he I just, can't be mad at him. He's still it's just weird. a great guy, and we <laughs> talk each, to each other yeah. like once a week. And just, just like, want to throw the TV. You want to throw the TV? Like he, the way that. It was described like he didn't break up me for for like he broke up with her for a real re like she broke it down. I was like, you make me sick, Evans. You look like that, got abs and all that, and they like you no matter what you. (laughs) (laughs) You're just that. You're that guy. But he's a pretty humble dude. I mean, you know, just just in general. So yeah, to see him come out and do this stuff is is pretty is pretty awesome. I, I think it. I, you know, I thought the caption I, I saw was Captain America acting like Captain America. Like this was right. Right. You right. know, and I mean, again, think of what this, I mean, you, you know, you talk about people all the time, not to get too, too, you know, or too, uh, boo hoo hoo about, about all this, but you know, you talk about people all the time, you know, being negative, being negative or talking about how, you know, how bad things are in the world. And then you see someone come along and genuinely do something like this. And it, well, he calls people out too. Like sure. even when he, when he politically says something, like when someone is being really dumb politically, and we got plenty of that going on right now, 
even his responses, like when someone just was like, "How dare you go out with somebody of color? You're supposed to be better than that." He basically remember that tweet that came out, and yeah. he answered with pictures of all these women he's been he's been out with. Yeah, I mean, I like, like dude, and there was a on, rainbow. <laughs> There was like a re- and I'm like, God damn it, you just are like <laughs> I wish shoot, I could hate you because if I could I'd be jealous. <laughs> exactly, but I can't. But it because you're just a real genuine dude. But it's always in the in the vein of like if he's if he's calling out something he disagrees with, it's always mm-hmm. like we could do better or people have to do yeah. better or like yeah. this is why we That's need to do this. Said. It's never like this, you know, bleepity 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 bleep, you know, I wish you'd rot in hell and blah blah like it's none of that. Mm-hmm. It's all just like you, you can yep. tell he's he's really angry about it, but it's they, yeah, he's pissed off, but his response was I think it was like you're supposed to be like uh, something like you're supposed to be for America, but you but I see with the people that you hang around with. It was it was really dirty you know the way he said it and he could have responded with cursing the dude out online but for your response to be showed him with a, a muslim woman an asian yeah, woman, yeah. a black woman yeah. like he just, to show that on a like that's a drop the mic type thing to do like he just dropped the mic with that picture and like he didn't even have to say anything yeah. like that's some classy cap stuff right there like he just he didn't even have to say anything. It's just Cat would be with whoever he loves. You know, Cat would be with whoever he he feels he wants to hang out with, yeah. right? But, but even so, but even like the you know the kid with the bullying thing. It's like you know the hope here yeah. is okay. This poor kid is going through God knows what, and yeah, you know you're, the hope is okay. So he's going to get to do something really awesome and be the envy yeah. of the people in his school. And the hope is that these yeah. bullies look at it and go, well, geez, you know, we did something really bad and, yeah. and, you know, look, look what happened. Like, like, you know, we were, we were punished. Like he, he got to do something awesome because we acted. Yeah, you get to take this kid. Yeah. You're going to be hanging yeah. out. You're going to hang, be hanging out in LA with all, with the celebrities. And not only is going to be Chris Evans, but Chris Evans got a lot of friends. Yep. So you are gonna be that kid, right? And I'm pretty yeah, sure night of his life, man. He's gonna be the yep. night of his life, and I'm sure he'll stay with him a little bit, like you know, keep up with him every now and then or whatever. You know, because I've seen him do that with people. You check in yeah. or whatever. Somebody's sick or whatever. He's done. He's done that. So like, you put that boy in a, in a spot where he comes to town. Even you try to do something to him now, as a bully, it'll embarrass the school. Yes. Like if they don't cover this kid, if they don't protect this kid in this school, you're done. Yeah, like, I don't care what principal you are, you are yeah, done. No, no doubt. So that was just such a classic thing was. to do, and it cost him nothing. exactly. And it it's nothing to him. This is a dude that has so much money compared to any to fly him over and get him tickets to this premiere. Nothing. Right. Like this is nothing to them. And it's so, such a, a big uh, public relations but man. Means so too, much. You know? Right, right, right. And he doesn't even need it, but like, you know. Doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. Didn't have to do it, didn't need it, but it was just. Again, leading by example, right? Like this is, you know, again, you know, it's it's easy to sit in a corner and just shake your fist and yell. Here's somebody that's actually, you know, shaking his fist and yelling and then, oh, by the way, I'm going to actually do something about this that actually is going to make somebody's life better. Um, Yeah. It's it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it just really, it makes me feel good. Even. Even in the age of, of, you know, everybody coming out where this guy did this or this right. dude did, you don't hear anything at all about this guy. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, been a single dude that's, 
been with a lot of women and yeah. my guess is if he had some odd behavior with a major, major movie coming out in the immediate future, like we know about it. It's coming out. Yeah. In this day and yeah. in this climate, it comes out. And okay. it should. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah, he, he may be wear bunny ears, that bastard. Like it's coming yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. Any of that. Any any anything that you know, anything you do, it's coming out. But it's uh this dude gets on my nerves. I'm gonna be a bad guy <laughs> so I can taunt him. I'm gonna troll him on Twitter. <laughs> so I can feel better. He's <laughs> a nice guy. You're ruining it for us. We hate you. Then he'll invite me to a movie or something. Like he come to the New York premiere. Be fun. <laughs> You don't have to. It's okay. You don't have to be angry. And I'd be like, God damn it, I hate you now. I really hate you. Or be, even be even better, I'd be like, man, everybody's bullying me at work. Everybody treats me like a jerk, <laughs> man. <laughs> if only, if only, if only I had a friend. If only. Uh, uh, cool. Damn it. Um. All right. So that's all the the news and good news. We ended yeah. it with good news. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. Absolutely. So Thor Ragnarok, we haven't had a chance to talk about Thor Ragnarok. It's been out for a month, and no. we've, we've been oh. we've been on hiatus. Mm-hmm. So um, it's doing pretty well at the box office. I like to look at the box office. Um, so it's sitting at eight hundred and thirty-three million worldwide, which is pretty crazy. I I honestly didn't think it would go that high. I mean, it has a shows a budget of one hundred and eighty million, which even for a Marvel movie is pretty steep. Um, and given that the Thor franchise hasn't really raked in the bucks, uh, so for them to kind of gamble big with this is, uh, was a little surprising, but I think they kind of put the parts in the right place. I think they, the marketing was smart for this movie. Um, and I think it paid off in the end. I I liked it a lot. I mean, I, to me, it's my favorite of the three Thor movies for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, where it exactly fits in the, in the list of movies, I, I don't know. I think somewhere, probably middle, upper, maybe lower, lower top, upper middle, kind of, kind of. If I had to just kind of give it a general, like where does it fit, kind of thing. Um, I saw it twice in the theater. So the first time, uh, my son and my daughter-in-law and I went opening weekend, and then my wife wanted to see it because she heard it was funny, and so she likes the Marvel with the funny. Um, so we went and saw it a couple weeks ago after it had been out for a while and, uh, and she liked it a lot. She, she really, she really liked it. So, uh, so that was always, that was good. Yeah. My wife wanted to see it because of Chris Hemsworth. So sure. Of course. She's a big fan of the Hemsworth. Uh, so that's why we went to see fan it. Of the Chris's. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the Chris's and, and, and the, uh, uh Jason, certain Jason. Sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> the big Jason. Um, I loved it a lot. I thought it was great. I loved the, the humor in it. I liked uh, Taika Waititi as uh, Korg. Kind of oh, stole dude. every scene he was in. Oh. So did Tessa Thompson. I, I really, I was a little hesitant because she's kind of she seemed kind of small to me to be a Valkyrie, but uh, she totally uh, sold me. My new uh, my new Hollywood crush, Tessa Thompson. You mean? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to not preface it with the right uh, <laughs> right thing there. Okay, yeah. Well, I think you, you're in a long line, buddy. Because uh, yeah, she really. Uh, she nailed it. Uh, I loved. Uh, oh, and Kate Blanchett as uh, as Hala. Oh Who would my have God. thought that we'd see a super sexy Kate Blanchett? So good. And so, yeah, she's usually not her. I mean, she's, uh, she's not a she's not an unattractive woman, but she doesn't usually bring the. That's sexy. not a parts. Yeah, that's yeah. not usually the parts that she plays. Yeah, it's not how you associate her usually. And I thought she was great. I mean, 
I know a lot of people criticize Marvel for like having some of the some you know weak villains in some of the movies or whatever. But I mean, she uh, really brought it, and that's really. I mean, I thought she was one of the best parts of the movie. She was great. Yeah, no question. And uh, Carl Urban, I, I was surprised. I did not realize he was going to be in it. <laughs> and I saw him. I'm like, that's Carl Urban. Holy sh! Yeah. <laughs> I, mm, but, some of the his stuff didn't really hit with me as much as the, like the humor surrounding him wasn't didn't hit as right. much for me. Like it just felt a little like the whole destroyed the Death and Troy with the guns. Like I was like, really? The- yeah. It was just to get the com. I mean, it was just for that image, that comic book. It felt like it was just to get to that comic book image yeah. that they aimed. I was like, mm-hmm. Right. It was well, definitely a lighter touch than some of the other. It, it reminded me of Guardians in that way that had like the, it mixed the cosmic with the, with the humor. Yeah. And it was a nice, I had a nice mix. I liked the Mark Ruffalo stuff. I thought he was good. Uh, stuff with him and Hemsworth worked pretty well. Um, Gold Bloom was like at maximum Gold Bloom. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like a, as Gold Bloom as it gets, and that worked perfectly for that role. I thought, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was it was a good time. Okay, Daryl, uh, uh, go ahead. I wanted to love it. I liked. <laughs> I did. I wanted to love it. I liked two more than most. Like I know two gets a bad rap. I still enjoyed Thor 2 more than because I liked Asgard so much more than most. I, for Ragnarok, I just wanted it to be a, have a little bit more work to it. Just like I wanted it to be a little bit more emotional. I'm in the minority. I know everybody wants to. They prefer the funny, and that works. That's why you see the ticket sales. But for something like the end of Asgard, I wanted. I wish we have gotten more like when you see certain people get killed who are friends and family of Thor. I just wished he reacted to it. Like there was some kind of reaction to it beside like it just seemed like it was just, you know, thrown to the side and it was on to the next thing. It just it just felt like there were more vignettes of jokes than they were like a coherent, really strong storyline throughout the whole thing. I think that's what it felt like for me when I was sitting there watching it. And it just didn't... It was okay. Like, the action parts were fun to watch. I mean, it looked good. The CGI looked good. Uh, the battles looked good. Um, when, she were, that, when she's telling mm-hmm. that flashback of Hela attacking the Valkyries... That looked good. That and looked, it was all that slow awesome. motion, kind of uh, 300 uh, kind of stuff. That was, it that was almost looked like, even when she described one of the Valkyries being killed, it looked like, it looks like they're saying the the comic book version we know. It looked just like the comic book version. Yeah, yes. I, thought that, yes. I thought that too. Like, like it was a nod. It was a nice little nod to that while still having the different... And I love Tessa Thompson. I've, I've been a fan of hers from for years you know even before creed because that was like her biggest yeah it was kind of a uh, breakout yeah breakout but i i've seen her in like really small uh films and i've liked her then so i i you know i loved her i loved the uh, i wish yeah that's what i, I she dated uh what you call it uh the uh one of the cast members i can't think of his name right now because i'm an old man um but yeah i loved her way back then um and I, I wish I had seen more of her. Like I wish there were, there was uh, more of her character in the film. Like I, when she wasn't on screen, I missed her. Yeah, uh, I, but her intro was awesome. I mean, just the whole yeah. like she comes yeah. off the ship, she t- 
takes a drink, falls. Right. I mean, right. it's just yeah. like that was cool. Yeah, that was that was a cool cool deal. I wish like Idris Elba, Heimdall, his parts. I I would I would sit and watch a whole movie of just him saving as Guardians. I'm glad they gave him more to do, and like the, this is the yeah. most he's had to do in any of them. Yes, yeah, and he's he wants more, and I I like I love that of seeing him like you know being stealth trying to you know with stealth trying to go around all Asgard and 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 you know gathering people up. It it when he when you saw his parts, it felt like it was more serious, like like the gravitas of this situation, like. And I know, it, like, I'm the comic guy. I, I get people just say I'm the comic guy and I'm just hating. But I just, of reading all these, all the different Thor stories where Ragnarok has happened or didn't happen because they changed it at the last minute, um, it just, when it was just something like this, where your whole way of life is just changed, you know, like you, your planet's gone, your your pops is dead, your best friends are dead. Um, just you were taking over now, like it just felt just so hollow because there was just nothing really there. Like there was nothing there, like no real, you know, feeling with that. Like it was just, all right, I'm here. I'm, you know, this is it. Like to be, you're your father now. Like the dude that you gave a lot of crap to all through the, out the other movies, you've become that guy. You're, you, you've had to take your father's role just wasn't a lot of a lot there for me um yeah i i will say when when hella first gets to asgard and she kills um uh, uh the the warriors three like the, she kills um fandrell and um volstag and volstag mm-hmm. it, it to me it just was like it was too too quick and easy right like it's like these yeah. are characters that have been developed over two movies there a lot of care a lot of uh, charisma and in the blink of an eye you just wipe them both out I, that like that felt weird to me watching it like that's the one i mean the one big criticism i have of the movie that that's definitely that's definitely it and then they give hogan like the grand death scene which i thought was was well done i wish they mm-hmm. would have just put the other two in that scene with like the three of them go out together in a grand right. battle not just go out right. like punked you know, where it's yeah. just like boom, boom, gone. Maybe it was scheduling. Maybe you, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe they just couldn't, couldn't get Ray Stevens and um, uh, uh, Chuck dude, what's his name? Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Zachary Levi. Levi. Zachary Levi. Yeah. <laughs> Shazam. Zachary Levi. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be Shazam. Yeah. Maybe they just He's couldn't. Busy Shazamming. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just couldn't make the scheduling work and they didn't want to just seem like they forgot about it. I, I, I don't know, but, but it just felt off to me. It just felt, it felt weird. Um, but, but yeah, I liked, I mean, just you know, the Easter egg stuff, you know, seeing on the bat on a Sakar, seeing, uh, the Beta Ray Bill, you know, as one of the pillars of great warriors on the side of the building. And, and, and by beast too. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gone back and watched. Uh, I, when I watched the second time. I noticed the the face of the bi beast is uh, carved mm-hmm. as well. But dude, but 
and so Kirby. Oh my God, the production oh, yeah. design. How, how Kirby could it get? I mean, yeah, had, the, like, the design. Kirby guys drawn on the walls. Uh, yeah, and, and that yeah. circuit chain had like guys dressed as celestials walking around. And, yeah. I love that I mean, bit when Thor, when he's he's arguing with Hulk and he's like, "Could they just pick a color? I mean, red, white, just pick a color." Like, <laughs> it's almost like he was like making you know making fun of it. But I like the Hulk. The Hulk stuff was was good. The banter, you know. Between, you know I'm going to show you who I really am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that was a great moment. Smack, you know. But just the you know the the Hulk being semi intelligent. I know some people mm-hmm. are like, yeah, I can't believe he's talking. It's like, well. He's been Thor, he's been Hulk for two years. Like he's he's getting more comfortable uh, in it. Yeah, I mean, that that I like. Like the longer you're the Hulk, I could see I could see it being that you know the the more you're merging. Yeah, and the way that he had to like he had to like fight his way back to being Banner. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just the oh, whole like but just the back of the banter between him. You know, you know. Hulk that baby Thor baby you know just it's like it was like it's funny my wife so my my grandson is is six but he has that very you know he could be kind of like the the you know the whiny <laughs> part in my when right. when they're going back and forth and and he's kind of throwing a little bit of a fit in the apartment or whatever my wife is like she's like it's just like he's Chris like he's acting like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny because yeah. Nice. Um, yeah he's acting like like a six-year-old so yeah, yeah. So it's pretty funny. But but no, I I and I was not exp- so the two things I was I actually wasn't expecting were the the eye thing with Thor, which obviously makes makes sense because mm-hmm. um, they're sending him up to be a follow-up to to Odin. Um although it should have been the other eye. Like it should have been the like right. like a, the mirror of of It's so weird that he didn't realize that he had the I always thought he knew that he had the those powers even before the the hammer. Not this Thor. Not yeah, I guess not, not. this Thor. Yeah. Like this Thor was an idiot. Like it, like his father taught him nothing. Like I, it was, was just so weird to me. Well, they kind of said that arc, in the... his whole arc has been personal growth, dude. The first one yeah. was about his like his lack of humility and his his cockiness, you know. And the second one was about putting you know others in, before himself, you know, with the whole thing that Jamie. No, now this one is definitely about him like assuming I get like, some sort of maturity and kind of understanding I, what he I is. I get it, but I just I'm I know you think I'm totally wrong, Jim, but I no, no, just, seems, dude, I just seems think... so dumb to me that he's been alive for centuries and he never real before he even got that hammer and he never realized that even though he's the god of thunder, he never realized he had that power it's before. Like, because what I thought, because what I thought was going to be the deal was, I thought he has his regular power. He loses the hammer, you know, and then I thought Odin. He gets the Odin son, but he doesn't realize that Odin power. He doesn't realize he has it yet, and then eventually he un- he he comes to grips with it. And then he accepts the the power from his father, you know, passed down to his father. And then that's how he, you know, levels up, you know, by his father dying and then battles Hela, his sister. And I but, thought that that would be the case. And mm. part of it could be that Odin, maybe Odin lied to him. You know, that was the whole point of this movie, too, is Odin, right. you know, bef- you know, Odin had had like he always does has this huge secret that he didn't tell he anybody about. 
And yeah, I took yeah. it as, you know, maybe he lied to Thor and just told him, this is, you know, this is your hammer. You are worthy. This will give you this power. And, mm-hmm. you know, just not knowing any different, just assumed like, okay, I always have this hammer. I always have this power. The two have to be linked. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's that way. But that was pretty cool. Like, I didn't see Hela being the daughter of Odin. Like I didn't know that going yeah. into the movie. And I thought that, yeah, was, that was a twist. That was, a, that was kind of interesting. Twist. And, and, and that the, the two of them and the other thing that was cool. So one of the things we know from, from the movie universe is like, there are other worlds out there, you know, the guardians, mm. you know, are out in their corner of the galaxy and they're doing their thing. And it's like, okay, why are there just these nine? And they kind of set the Asgardians up, not as like gods per se, but, but just an alien race. They live on this. Right. This planet. So it's like, right. why are there, why is he over just the nine realms? And so this, this kind of explained that to say, yeah, we basically conquered these nine realms and, and put these people mm-hmm. under our thumb until Odin kind of woke up and said, eh, you know, maybe we should not be so crappy to everyone and we should, you know, mm-hmm. kind of get our stuff together. And that's kind of where they had it. So I thought that was cool that that's why it stopped at nine is, you know, it just, it, you know, they, they could have kept going and conquered, you know, more of the galaxy, but, but Odin that was kinda. something I liked too. And I get, I get, like, that's, that's the thing when you have a movie as opposed to you could spread it out amongst the TV show or something. That was a, that was a hit. Like, that was a gut punch that you find out your father who basically conquered and killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these worlds, you know, like they conquered and killed all these worlds, and you thought, like, all the shit he gave you for you being just a little snot, the things your father did was like ten times worse. Uh, and that was probably your father's fear, was that you'd become him too. You, you'd wind up becoming right. just like him. Yep. And that makes it, and that, that was just such an emotional gut punch, but with no one there to talk about it with, I, you know, like I just there's no one in the movie left alive, I should say, that Thor could actually even have that conversation with. Yeah, that you could have that revelation like it, you just hit with that revelation and you just that's it. You just stuck with it. Yep. And then, you know, that's like I really would have loved. I know all the stuff people probably say, I love it. Shut up, you old man. You just you no, it's all, no, these are all valid. No, these are valid points. But it's just like it's there. Like it's just I'm invested in these characters, and I just like it. It was a hit for me. Like when they did it that way, I was like, "Wow, that is that's that's an amazing change change up and whatnot." So that means you know, like so everything he's done prior has so much more weight to it now because of what he did. So it was like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." But then it was like, you know, never really dealt with again. So it's just, you know, it's just over. Yeah. And then the other thing was them actually destroying Asgard. Like I didn't, I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, It made sense because that was really the only Mm -hmm. way to, you know, to defeat Hela and the, you know, the whole bit where she just is going to become more powerful and start conquering everything else. So they had to sacrifice their home in order to stop her. Um, But I I just didn't see it coming. Like when the, (laughs) and again, like, you know, Jim, you mentioned it before, but like every scene that Korg was in, just just seeing that that like big you know rock creature, and then have that Taika Waititi voice, that real high pitched kind of like yeah. New Zealand act, dude. I just like I just cracked up, like I just couldn't, like it just was so. It's like, well, 
you know, if the foundation's still good, then it could do, he's like, oh, well, no, now the foundation's well, you know, we tried, turned to dust. We tried to have a revolution, uh, putting a bunch of flyers, but only my, my mom showed up with a boyfriend. I really don't like him. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was good, uh. I mean, because you see that kind of character, your media thought is, oh, it's like you know, yeah. Mongol or something, you know, some, but you know, quite the opposite. Hey, man! <laughs> it's just like yeah. every time he started, it's, just, it's like, hey, man! <laughs> I don't see this three 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 pronged fork being that uh, you know effective as a weapon, unless you know going to eat something. <laughs> unless you're fighting three vampires at once. Three vampires at the same time, and they're all lined up. You know? <laughs> But yeah, go, I said Goldblum. I, I like the part where she's like, "The slaves are ready." No, 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 no. Don't use no, no, no. The S word. The uh, the you know the the workers who have to work or whatever yeah. the euphemism was. Yeah, but he was a maximum Goldblum, and I thought that worked very well for for the Grandmaster. Yeah, and this is whole ship like it has the like the fireworks that go off. Yeah, <laughs> it was just really funny. Uh, At the end, he's like, you know, oh, well done, uh, everybody's team. <laughs> And you know, I played my role because I mean, I mean, you need someone to rebel against, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. it was just really well done. I I just I I liked it a lot. The humor, like the one thing I heard was there was just like uh, I was t- I was talking to my buddy Glenn. And he was like, yeah, you know, there might have been too many jokes. And I, I personally, I, so I went into it thinking like it's going to be just like a nonstop, just like one liner, one liner, one liner, one liner, and. I think they paced it enough. Like we, there was obviously there was plenty of that that kind of comedy in there, but I think there were also, you know, sp- spots where uh, they kind of uh, they kind of kicked back from it. But but just everything like the music, it had this real kind of you know they were kind of leaning into that kind of eighties vibe to it. That you know techno, um, you know just just the the score side of it had that that sound to it, and just obviously with the you know the look of the the costuming mm-hmm. and the. Uh, Great use of the immigrant song by, uh, oh, by man. It was kind of weird that they did it twice, though. Did you think it was weird they did it twice? No, I thought it fit right in. I mean, I love it, but but when they yeah. did it the second time, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was pretty good. I mean, again, I I didn't expect this, you know, to come out of this movie with so many things that were altering to to the to the MCU. You know, I didn't expect you know Thor to lose an eye. I didn't expect Asgard to be gone. Um, so, you know, for a movie that just kind of played itself out as, you know, kind of being this humorous, uh, Thor versus Hulk, uh, reunion, you know, gladiator kind of, kind of movie, they, they actually gave it some weight. Uh, so. Yeah. And they left it in an interesting place. I mean, now you have all those Asgardians in exile. Yeah. You know, maybe they, maybe they could do the thing where they did in Straczynski's run where they build a new Asgard in the American Midwest or. Yeah. You know they're gonna have to probably they're gonna have to deal with that in some way in uh, in Avengers I would think or at least you know name check it or mention it. Sure, no, I I, I think so. Last well, I kind of thought that they would kill all the Asgardians and and then they, and then he finds out that he can kind of bring them back. Yeah, there's a weird I think in the Infinity War trailer there's a weird spot where there's like a bunch of bodies laying around and there's been speculation mm-hmm. that those are the Asgardians that the only ones to survive from that that group are Hulk. Uh, Thor and Loki. So, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like if they do another, if the next movie, the next Thor movie, if they do one, is him bringing back all of his, you know, all the other Guardians, they're reborn and other people, and he has to, you know, the part of it is it's saving them before someone else gets to them. 
I'd be with it. Yeah, that'd like be that, cool. That that would that would mean a, that that would be great to me. Yeah, that would be cool. But yeah, there's a, again a lot of a lot of good stuff. Um, I I think you know the the two end credit scenes. The first one, obviously, it's you know the word is it's Thanos' ship that mm-hmm. that shows up at the end. Mm-hmm. And then the second the second end credit I, I thought was okay, but. Again, it was one of those where after I watched it, I was like, eh, if I would have caught this on YouTube or waited until the video home release, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have been real. I could have waited. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I could have waited for that. My bladder would have been happier if I would have just. <laughs> you damn right. I was like, I waited out. for this shit. I, I, I was not happy yeah. with that last one. Um, but the first one was, I mean, it was brief enough that it was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, and obviously, when Loki goes to the treasure vault, uh, and walks past the the tesseract. It's like okay, he's obviously going to steal that. Like, there's no question. Of course, right? Um, of course. And- I don't think anything's going to top uh, uh, Stanley with the Watchers. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And then of course Stanley's cameo in yeah. this is the is the barber that that cuts, right. cuts Thor's right. hair. <laughs> um, but yeah, all in all, I think I think a good. A good movie. I'll, I'll be, uh, there, there's a lot of really cool, uh, set piece and design and color and, and everything with this. So I'll be, uh, I'll be looking forward to this when it comes on hits home video. I'll be, uh, I'll definitely be picking this one up because this will be, this will be fun to watch at home. Mm-hmm. Too true. I'm sure there'll be a lot of nice, uh, deleted scenes and extras too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Commentary track will probably be great because Taika TT is pretty entertaining. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to all of that. So there's no, no date yet. I don't think they've given us a, a home video release mm-hmm. date yet. It's still pretty early, but, um, my guess is it'll be, so this is in November, probably February, I would say. Uh, about the same time Black Panther comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I think for right around that time. Yeah. So that'd be cool. They did put on uh, Best Buy put a placeholder up for the uh, the actual. They don't have a date yet, but they do. They do have their Steelbook art up for their home video release. So, yeah, Amazon Advisor has it at, at uh, February twenty eighteen. So yeah. yeah, cool. And then it'll make it to Netflix sometime, probably April May. A week after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you say anything like Guardians two, it'll be you know a week after because it seemed like right. it just popped right on there. Yeah, Guardians two showed up last week, so right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So right about yeah. I guess six. Right, months. right after I bought it. Yeah, six so. months. <laughs> um, cool. So I think we'll do um, we'll do some quick hits. So that um, so Daryl, you haven't finished watching Punisher. Um, no, I'm halfway. Yeah, so right. I I guess we'll we'll just talk a little bit about Punisher, a little bit about Runaways, <clears throat> and then a little bit about Agents of Shield. Um, obviously, Agents of Shield. There's only been the three episodes so far this season, so there's not a whole lot to right. talk about. And the first one was a was a one hour. I mean, a two hour. Right. Uh, yeah, the first two episodes showed in one night. Yeah. Um, well, Punisher. So. Uh, I'm really impressed with Punisher. I I think maybe behind Daredevil season two and Defenders, I think that this one might be just above Jessica Jones for me. Um, it's still yeah. new, so it's kind of hard to tell. But I liked it a lot. I liked um, in the beginning, it kind of had the, the slow burn to kind of get him. You know, it shows him finishing up his mission from Daredevil season two and then has a bit of a slow burn for him getting – uh, getting to where he is at the, at the end of the first episode, which I thought was was pretty cool that they 
the way they they kind of set set him up. I like the banter between him and Micro. Uh, yeah, I like who they got for Micro. They uh, they really cast him well. Yeah, it it didn't feel like. You know, like in the buddy cop movies, you always feel like, oh, they're going to hate each other at first. And then, you know, th- you know, two minutes later, they're going to be, you know, be having a bromance. And I, I kind of got to where even it, it, I mean, not to spoil the, the end of it, but even at the end of it, I don't mm-hmm. feel like these are two guys that are going to go out and like, you know, go have a beer and you know, like. Right. Because uh, that's pun- like no. Pun- Punisher never was friends with Micro. I mean, they, no. they were and, just allies when they needed to be. Yeah. Exactly. It's more like they need each other to do what they need to do. Yeah. And right. it makes that very clear when he first meets him. You know, Micro kind of like puts him on this weird kind of, you know, cat and mouse thing where he has to kind of track him down. Yeah. Well, he's basically like, I can't get too close to you because you'll just kill me right away. So right. I got yeah. like, well, I gotta, I gotta calm you down a little bit first before you just, you know, you, so you give me a chance to to tell you something. And I'm I'm with you, Russ. I really enjoyed the Punisher. I thought what really sold it. For, I've never really been a huge Punisher fan. I mean, even when he was big in the '90s with the Mike Zek run and Punisher War Journal or whatever, I always thought it's just a dude with a gun. I really am not, you know, interested in the Death Wish fantasy, and it, it generally wasn't written well enough for me, or just didn't connect with the character well enough. But in this, I, th- I think the difference here is John Bernthal. Uh, for me, anyway, he really sold the character. He really brought me into the character, and I didn't mind that it was a slower burn than some of the other, um, uh, you know, Marvel uh, uh, Netflix uh, series. I really enjoyed what he did with the character and the intensity he brought, and the kind of the kind of um, PTSD flashbacks that were kind of reminiscent of Jonas, Jessica Jones in some ways. Yeah, um, just I just really thought he sold the whole series to me. If it if it had been on the, the you know the shoulders of a lesser actor, <clears throat> Finn Jones. Uh, it probably wouldn't have uh, worked out as well, and I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as well. Right. But Bernthal, just I, I, I just think he nailed it. And I know, I know, you know that Emmys are not very kind to like genre uh, shows or whatever. But I really think he he deserves some consideration for that. Um, this really sold me on the character. I would put it. I, I my car- my uh, hierarchy would be Daredevil season two, Jessica Jones, Defenders, and then this. And then probably Luke Cage right after. Because Jessica Jones is like my second favorite after uh, Daredevil Season 2. It just really clicked for me. Yeah. So. Hmm. yeah. Like, I, I, I'm up to... What is it when they get to the warehouse? When when they got to get the weapons? Is that uh, six, five or six? Good question. Man, when you binge I, them all, they just like bleed. They I, bleed. Yeah. You're just like... Yeah, I actually did it regular. Like, watch one episode in a day, a couple of days pass. That, that's the first time I've ever done that. Well, the, it's, it's funny because I, I... So I'm looking at the episode list now to see... Um, but it's funny because I was texting John at one point. And I was like, oh man, that episode four. And then he texted me back something about a pinball machine. And I'm like... I don't remember there being a pinball machine. And I was like, <laughs> crap, that was episode three, not episode four. Uh, like, no. I just totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I binged it, so they all kind of blurred together in my head as far as one or another. I, I watched it over two days. So. I like, I get, like, I, um, I like the, uh, the, him is, is, is Punisher. Like, he is Punisher. I get, like, he, when I look at him, I, I see the, the, the Frank Castle that I've been reading all these years and his relationship with micro. I think that works too. Like I, that seems like the genuine way that I've read it, even though he doesn't look like micro, but the way that they are with each other, that kind of fits, you know, like what I, what I like. I, um, 
the Karen Page stuff is okay, but I, like she gets in the way with me. Sometimes she gets in the way for me with her character, like always trying to get everybody to stop. I almost feel like they put her in there to kind of connect the story a little more to the rest of the I'm story. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I they mean, did. because yeah. he, because he spun right out of Daredevil. I right. they probably. But I didn't think they needed connection. her. I don't yeah. think they needed her either. I don't think yeah. they needed her. Like anything else, she's like a foil sometimes for for him. Yeah. to yeah. get things done. The one, uh, yeah, you'll get to it a little later, Daryl. But there's an mm-hmm. episode. Um, it's called uh, "Virtue of the of the Vicious," mm-hmm. and uh, it's I think it's episode ten, and it's it's a really cool because it's told from multiple. It's like this is the okay. The, these events took place over the day, right? And it's like mm-hmm. we're gonna give it to you from each character's perspective as to what happened. Um, oh, okay. and it's really cool like because that. like the one, uh, you know, you have the one guy that tells his version of what happened. And when you find out what really happened, it, it doesn't like things, certain things don't line up and right. it's, it's really well done. I, it, I like the way it was, it was edited and, and put together, but, but just in, in general, the one thing about this show that I think even definitely with, with Iron Fist and to a lesser extent, Luke, Luke Cage, um, and even to some degree defenders, the issues I think were more with the writing and, and the one thing I'll say about uh, Punisher is I, this is some of the best writing um, of all these Netflix shows. Like the writing is very, it's very good. It's it, it in a lot of ways it tries to avoid cliches uh, with things like mm-hmm. there's, there's sometimes where you think it's going down one path um, and you think, Oh, you know, it's just, it's going to do this typical thing. And then, and then it, it doesn't, um, Sometimes it does, but but for the most part, I think they do a pretty good job of 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 really writing a pretty solid uh, bit. You know, there, there's one character that shows up early on. Uh, C. Thomas Howell's character shows up early on, and and where I think they're going with him, and you think, okay, he's going to be like, you know, they're setting him up, you know, to be this big bad for the whole series right. or part of it. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't make it very long um no so that was kind of surprising to me because it's like he was the boss at the yeah. dhs and i really thought he was going to be yeah. there to i thought he was going to be the roadblock right like every time yeah, she gets close he's going to do something yeah. to pull her off and it's like yeah. nope they That's took him out pretty early i did too i now out of all the people that are in it i liked the dina the dina medini character i bet you did. uh that's not punisher i liked her character the the agent yes. uh, that they brought over, like I I like following her. She didn't bother me. Yeah. The other guy with the PTSD, Lewis, I think his yeah. name. Yeah, her partner. No, the the uh, the no the, no, vet. the other oh, vet okay. that digged Sorry. the hole and he had to lay in right, the. Right. It, you know, he was really losing it as it was going. He kind of was like a little too much of that extra that I need. Like we already got. A lot of we already covered a lot of that with with Frank, and it was just like when he would come on there and they would have a little thing with him, it kind of just took me out somewhat. Um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't crazy about his about his story. Like I just thought it was a little too. I think that's the part in the writing where I feel like maybe it was just a little too over the top. Like it's like oh, and they feel like they needed it. I, like yeah. sometimes they do. Other shows they do the same thing. Like especially Netflix ones, they they kind of feel like they need certain characters to be in it, and sometimes it's just one character too many because it takes away from the main character. Sometimes for me, 
Um, like Jessica Jones, after a while, like at first, I really stopped. I could not stand um, the the his, his side her sidekick. After a while, he got a little annoying for me. Um, oh, Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm got a little annoying. They 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 kind of fixed him as it went, but he kind of got a, he was annoying for me for a minute. Um, there was just a little too much time spent with him that took me that that uh, it it put Jessica Jones down some because I think there was there were some um, storylines that just didn't go anywhere for me with Jessica, and I think some of that with Punisher. You say it gets better, so I, I believe it gets better with Punisher. But I was worried that they're going to go down that same line where. Like, you know, there's certain things I really dig, and every time they get away from that, they get into this... When there's certain storylines, that just it's like a dead end for me. So they hit that, it's like, oh, like you're just you're taking the momentum away from what I'm enjoying. Um, and he, he was that. But it wasn't that many for Punisher like there was for... Uh, like, Luke Cage had uh, had quite a bit after the the loss of certain characters. Yeah. Um, and, and Iron Fist... Oh, they had nothing but that. Yeah, it just Fist. yeah, it, yeah. It was just you know roadblock after roadblock of any kind of momentum with that show, with that with that particular season. But um, but the third episode, that episode Kandahar, which is kind of the flashback mm-hmm. to him, that was really that good. was amazing. That was really good. Um, yeah. And and again, one of the things I was afraid they would do with the Punisher is try and in the end make him out to be the sympathetic character like i mean obviously we have some sympathy for him because his family was killed and he's going after bad people but but he ain't a hero right but this episode it kind of it kind of set him up for you know he 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 was kind of like a like a like a, a junkyard dog. I mean, he just like the CIA said, Hey, you need to go here and kill this person. And they just did it, you know? And, and, right, um, right. you know, so it, again, they didn't, they didn't really try to make him overly sympathetic. They showed that, no. that like the Garth Ennis book, yeah, yeah. The, where they were set, you know, like they kind of showed you what he did in the war before he became the Punisher. Yeah. And I, this kind of, that, it, that episode was kind of that. Born, I, I almost yeah. felt like they read yeah. that. I almost felt like they had read some of those, those war journal issues and stuff and, and kind of they give you that background, which I like. It's like, he didn't even question it. He's yep. like, I'm not even I, like, he just killed. Yep. He just, and it was amazing. Even though it's funny. Cause my friend said, do you notice that every time he gets ready to kill, he starts to growl like the Hulk. Yeah. That was a little, like I, I got a, I almost had like a Christian Bale, uh dark Knight flashback during that. Yes. I'm like, yeah. Oof, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I started to notice it after he pointed it out. I'm like, you're damn right. No, I know. I noticed, yeah, that that <laughs> because now I notice that he does. He does do the do the hope, but he he has that rage. Like that's how he shows his rage. Yeah. Um, you know, even like he was breaking down that wall, uh, and he constantly kept seeing his family over and over and over again. Like, um, like just showing that intensity. I yeah. mean, it's somebody like a punish, somebody like Frank Castle who kills without any kind of remorse you would have to be filled with nothing but rage yeah right um and and in his face it's like always there like it's it's until he just unleashes it so it's like you just keep waiting he is kind of like the hulk where it's like people mess with him it was almost he had those moments where people would mess with him and he would hold it back hold it back hold it back and then when it's time you're dead it's done 
you know, in the way it's yeah. done, it's it's gonna it's gonna be brutal. And it's not gonna be pretty. I'm not a hero. I don't care. I will kill you and just keep walking. Um, and I did like that. I like I like that. Yeah, those parts of it. The other, I know there was a little bit of criticism too, like focusing on Madani and some of her home life, but her mom is played by that Iranian actress uh, Shora Agla. I think it's Agla Dushu. Is her last name? Yeah, I'm gonna mess up her name, but yeah, you're saying it sound like it. It sound like it's. Have you? Yeah. Have you guys seen The Expanse? Yes. So she, yeah, she's on. She's a part of like the Earth Federation or whatever in The Expanse. The Expanse. She was on twenty. You're not watching it. You should be. That's a really good show. Yeah. Well, she is a mate. Like she is one of those actresses. I've seen her in other things. Stuff. Yeah. Her. And she has just this intensity with her. Dude, she has that voice that sounds like she's been smoking cigarettes for like three hundred years. Yes. Um, yes, but and, and just this commanding man. presence, like yeah, it's like she can tell me something. I, I'm listening. Yes, like I yes. like she has my attention. Like and gorgeous. Like have you seen pictures her of her when she was gorgeous. when she was a young woman? Man, Holy cow. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. She mm-hmm. she was she's fine now, but she was fine. <laughs> Put a few more vowels in there. I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, she's still fine now. I mean, she's she's still beautiful right now. But um, that's the thing. Like when she speaks on things, like she's played she's played some characters that have gone through some hellish experiences, yeah. right? So when she talks about those experiences, some actors can do it and it just feel no emotion. She can do it and just do it with such dignity. And, and and but you feel every pain, you know, like every bit of horror that she felt throughout that, you know, what she's describing, you feel it. She's one of those actors. Like when she has a conversation with you, you remember that conversation. Um, yeah, and it's funny. And I like to see on the Expanse, okay. she she kind of plays that character, and she curses like harshly. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And I like how she talks to her. It's funny because I lo- I like the relationship with her and her daughter in the in the punisher because she's kind of like listen i'm the way that i am your father accepts it I, like it's just the way it is and her and her daughter's like you y- almost yelling at her like pouting almost like in the beginning and it's just funny how she looks at her and like you done like yeah. you, you gotta yeah. tell me <laughs> what the reason is behind it like you just you're going through all these circles and not trying to tell me what's really going on just tell me I mean, just get it all get it all out babe get it all out little girl and now 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 be grown up and tell me what's really going on with you and like i kind of like those those conversations she had with her throughout the show yeah and then it's funny yeah the, i mean the it, it, well i don't want to spoil it but the father shows up at one point and you're like Oh, yeah, it's up. like you talk about this dude. And it's almost like he's man. He's, listen, that's training right there. Just leave that wine glass, like I yeah. said, leave that wine glass for me at the end of the yeah. day, like I want you to. And uh, but I thought they were gonna like make him like a Vera from Cheers, right? Like this dude they right. talk about, and you never see. Because <laughs> they did. I like the way they kept talking about. I'm like, damn, he just did. You just tell him to go to his room or something? <laughs> like you don't even see him. Yeah. Like she has her wine, and like he's religious, so he doesn't drink. But but you but he know not to tell her not to have a drink. Like you know that kind of acceptance. Like you, I do what I I do what I want, and that kind of gives into how her daughter is too, because she's headstrong as well. Yeah, she will not let that case go. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So it's 
casted well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Well casted. We even get um, what's his name to show to show back up. Um, the Colonel. Uh, oh right, yeah, he brought him yeah. back. Clancy Brown. Back. Jeez, seen yeah. a moment. Yeah, Clancy Brown. Yeah. yeah who also played Surtur in uh, Ragnarok. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite character actors for but sure. Yeah, Kandahar was cool because we find out how he loses his arm. Like he, he was missing the arm in, yeah. uh, in Daredevil Season 2. So we actually see that whole that whole sequence play out of everything that when when he took the stand and was kind of speaking on behalf of Frank, like we that we see mm-hmm. that play out in, in this. Yeah, that's cool. So it's good. Cool. All right, so we'll... Uh, We'll uh, we'll we'll come back to when when you get when you finish uh, Punisher. We'll come back to it and yeah, I'll, I'll you know I'll I'll knock it out probably this cool. week. Like I'll, I'll probably get back to yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm curious to I see what you if like, once you get to the end of it, what you think, especially like I said that one episode, uh, episode ten, where it's kind of the the multi story, you know, the multi, mm-hmm. you know, telling it from different angles because that was kind of a cool, mm-hmm. cool yeah. concept. So we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, a definite uh, a definite hit. Um, do you want to talk? Do you want to just do Agents of Shield real quick, and then we'll finish up with Runaways? Sure, sure. sure. So season five premiere of Agents of Shield. They are in space, uh, except for Fitz. Right, poor, poor Fitz. Fitz. Always poor Fitz. Yeah. Um, Why doesn't Fitz go to space? Uh, I think there's a reason, and I think we'll find out. Um, yeah, probably. Because there was a note that I heard they dro- I heard they I heard they dropped a sword reference. <laughs> yeah, they said something like, "Is she?" Well, kind of, sort of. They're like, "Shield didn't have any kind of like something about it, like nothing yeah. out in space to let them, you know, to as advance war." Like I thought you had something yeah, out yeah. here, like, you, oh, okay. and, and they're like, "No, yeah." Basically, basically, I mean, not to say they can't. It's in the you know, not to say they can't. It could be a lie or whatever. So the right? whole basically like nah. yeah. So Jan, I mean, if you don't mind us kind of spoiling it, but we'll go right ahead. I have no problem with it. My my uh, my eternal uh, admiration of Ming Na Wen means I will watch it no matter what. Amen. So, oh, man. Um, you know, she got her. stabbed in the leg, but she ain't got time. No, to she bleed. ain't got time to bleed. Right. All the way through the leg. <laughs> exactly what she did. She ain't yeah. got time to answer my fan letters neither. But that's okay. That's a different. That's a different thing. <laughs> Just give her a good like. If you if you come up with a really clever tweet, she'll she'll respond to you. I don't know. Yeah, got to be. Clever. Last one I got back from her is uh, um, you know, I had to write back. I was like, "Dear Ms. Wen, did did not appreciate your lawyer's tone." Yes, yes. But anyway, oh. <laughs> the cease and desist letter was was very unkind. Yeah. Um. Please go right ahead. But so at the at the end of season four, they they get kidnapped, and then the post credit scene is Coulson getting out of bed, opening the window, looking out into these asteroids in space, and saying, "All right, Phil, you know, enough daydreaming, time to get to work." And so we start season five, and we kind of get the backup. Like there's this military unit that shows up in the diner, and we see it from their perspective. We never get in the diner, and they 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 capture all of them. And then the next thing you know, there's this weird, it's almost like this dream sequence where they show him, then they're like, put a, they put like a bag over their head. And then it's like, he kind of fades in, Colson kind of fades in, fades out. And then he, and then he wakes up again and they're kind of like right in the middle of all this, this craziness that's going on. Um, and they're, they're all kind of split up. And 
we eventually find, you know, and they're on this weird station, but it's like Earth technology. And, they, you know, so we spend some time like they're trying to figure out what's going on. Where are they? You know, they're they think they're obviously out in space. They're on some kind of barge. Um, and what we find what we find out is that they're in the future. They're like about 90, 100 years ish in the future. Um, yeah. And this asteroid field that they're constantly seeing uh, is the Earth. The Earth has been basically destroyed. And there's like one of the polar caps is still intact. Um, but the rest of it are just big chunks of stuff everywhere. Um so F you, Marvel movies don't want us yeah. to do stuff. So the first thing I thought of was, are they trying to say, like, this is the result of what happened with Thanos? Um, and then they, they meet up with Deke, and then who's who's one of the... So what what they... It turns out they're floating in space on this, what used to be some sort of underground or some kind of bunker um, with the rest of humanity on there. The Kree have come and taken it over. So the Kree are kind of like the overlords of this facility. And, yeah, and they create yeah, and they look very and they you know there's like it's a very caste system so there's like people that work they're all branded with this like device in their hand that they could who run boy yeah, exactly very very mad max vibe to it um yeah. Pruitt Taylor Vince plays kind of like he always plays a weird dude um and mm-hmm. so he's kind of in charge of like some of this scavenging out outfit that's going on so there's all these different kind of factions uh, around but basically these people are just trying to survive day to day. Like there, there are very few resources. Everything, you know, has to be brought in from other parts of the galaxy. Um, like I said, the Kree are kind of in control. Um, and so, you know, the, the whole, the whole bit is, you know, the agents that came are trying to figure out what's going on. They're trying to get their footing. Um, and there was one guy that was expecting them to come. Uh, that was part of this group. He was, uh, he was expecting, you know, Colson and all of them to come. He's supposedly been hearing stories and he's been communicating with somebody out in space. Um, and, and so he dies very early on in, in the first episode. Damn. Yeah. Um, and by this, by the creatures, I look very similar to like the brood, uh, that are, that are kind of infesting mm-hmm. the station in the, in the lower levels, uh, which, which is where, uh, Colson and, and team kind of appear, um, and so it's, it's still not clear what's going on. I almost did, did, uh, did you guys see that show wayward pines that was on Fox? Mm-hmm. I yeah. did. Yeah. It, yeah. I, it almost has a vibe like that. Like they didn't time travel. It almost feels like they were put in suspended animation and brought out, um, at the yeah, right time. Yeah, That's what it kind of seems like. Yeah. They were just held. Yeah. Frozen. Yeah. Uh, which will make it interesting to see how they, get back because how do you get back yeah. from that right um but they find this this note from it looks like fits and it's it looks like it's a hundred years old and it says i'm working on it so obviously fits knows what's happened to them at some point and he's trying to figure out a mm. way to get them back and my my assumption is at some point this early on this season they'll come back to earth and they'll have to stop from happening what happened what they what they learned learned. once they learned put all the pieces together then they have to and it's interesting that they what the one of the notes was not to take fits right they they said we only got these are the only uh ones that we were supposed to take and mac this season is hilarious oh so it's uh, nothing but alien jokes and references because at first they don't know where they're at and so because he didn't he wasn't even supposed to work today 
Like he basically had the yes. attitude. I wasn't even I'm supposed to be at work today. He quits every every episode. Yeah. He quits. But he just does the whole. He's like, he's like you, you know, they're like, oh well, well, we'll need to split up. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa what do you mean split up? He's well, like, we're not going to split right. up. He goes, he goes, right. that's what that's what happens when things go though really bad. And he goes, we all know the first yeah. who the first one is going to be to die. That's <laughs> right, right, man. I like and I like that they made Yo Yo a regular now. Yes. So you got both of them together, yes. and and she co-signs on his yes. nonsense yes. too. And and at times when he gets too far, she gives him that look like, listen, you know, like enough yeah. is enough. You really, really getting over nerves right now. But they have a nice, they have such a nice uh, chemistry with each other that it's funny to see them together. And then there's something going on with Quake. Yeah, where there, like there's some history, like they're saying she might have. So Deke, yeah, Deke has this virtual, he runs this like undercover virtual reality shop. Um, it's kind of like an opium based den, on, except it's. Right, based on that yeah. thing. Based on that thing they came Yeah, based out on of, the, the, the framework. The, the framework. Yeah, so it's yeah. like an undercover opium den that doubles as, instead of opium, it's, it's, they put them in the framework and it's basically gives them what it was like to live on Earth back when it was still whole. And. So the interesting thing is Deke talks about like the multiverse. He talks about different timelines, different realities, but he's convinced that Quake is the one that blew up the world. And so then it's like, okay, maybe they're not alluding to Infinity War. Maybe they're just saying it's Quake, but at the same time, this could be a different timeline from the timeline they're they're from. Like, there's a lot of like ambiguity to it. Um, And meanwhile, Gemma gets captured by the Kree and basically made one of their like servants um so and they put this earwig in in her that like takes away her hearing only until like the head Cree wants her to to communicate um yeah he says silence and then everything just shuts down it's like your brain is just like put on it's like when you tell your computer go you 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 put it in the sleep setting that's yeah. what they do. Their yeah. brains. They just go into like a. And there's like setting. this, this like ringing that that you hear instead of what people are actually saying. Yeah. I think they're alluding to the fact that she's reading lips. Yeah, they have. You to know be. that that she, even though they she can't hear, she's reading lips as to what's going right. on. Um, got to be that. But yeah. yeah, so like Gemma's in with the Cree, and then you've got uh, uh, you know, the rest of the crew that are trying to find out what's going on, and so Coulson. Uh, finds some notes from from the guy that that knew of their coming, uh, and he headed out to uh, asteroid number six one six, which I thought was cool. Uh, right, cool note. Right. Um, and it, and so there's some sort of recording out there, and somebody that knows what's what's going on, um, and so that's kind of the mystery now is them finding out like, okay, what happened to Earth? What can we do about it? And how do we how do we get back home? Um, and and there are other Inhumans that are kind of running about as as well. So, um, it's it's been really good. It's it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, the, it seems like when the sh- I mentioned this last season, but when this show is allowed to be its own thing, uh, I think it does really well. And and this is another mm-hmm. example of that where it's not you don't feel like it's you know it has nothing to do with the with the the. Um, the Sokovia Accords or, you know, Hydra no. or any of that kind of stuff. Like, it's truly its own thing. Uh, and it's easy for it to not have to be stepped on by anything else. So I think this was a really smart choice. And it's, it's again, three episodes in. But I think it, it's just as strong for me as season four was. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it so far. Like, it, 
it's a wild it's a, it's a wild thing to put them on this kind of thing. You're taking them out of their comfort yeah, zone yeah. for one. And um and so they're just trying to catch up and it's just uh it's such a dangerous situation cuz humans have no power. Yeah. In this world. And so they the cool thing is so they're all working for Pruitt Taylor Vince's character and Yo-Yo they all so they all have these tracking things on so they're like they know where where they're at and he can kind of keep track of them all. And so Yo-Yo knows that, but he doesn't know she's an inhuman and has powers. And so it's really cool how she tries to wig the thing out, and then he mm-hmm. deactivates it. And while it's deactivated, she uses her power to go get something and then right. come back. Well, then she she runs around the room, and he's thinking, he's thinking like, the thing's jacked up. Yeah, because he's like, there's a new person in the room. Like, what's going on that you can move that fast? It's like multiple. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, said your thing is acting up, so we that, need to reset yeah. it. And so, while he's while she deactivates it, then he can he can she can move about without. We get a Jamie Summers yes, moment. Yes, if you're a Bionic Woman fan like I am, that was such a Jamie Summers yeah, moment. She, uh, she yeah. ran like she got it down. Like she even does. It, she even flips the hair yep, a little yep. bit in the run. Like like just like the Bionic Woman. I was like, God damn it. But there's a cool like so Jim. I mean, you're obviously a fan of of the Ming Na, and uh, oh, yes. she, she has some really cool fight scenes. And again, she brutal, brutal. Yeah, I mean, she she gets the 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 ass end of a bunch of them, but she uh, she's able to fight back. So it's, it's really well done. And even again, Chloe Bennett <clears throat> does does a really good job, and she's got some really cool action scenes, especially in the last she's episode. She's gotten so much yeah. better in her fighting skills yeah. uh, the last couple of seasons. She got so much better. So it's off to a good start. Uh, I'm curious to see how mm-hmm. how long this future stuff goes on. Yeah, because I have no idea where. Yeah, this I is don't going. either. I have zero like, zero idea. But I don't think this is show's coming. I sadly, I don't think they're getting. I don't think season. so. I I would be really surprised. Not, not would have been on Friday at that. Like I, I I think that that Friday is the is the kill slot. I, yeah, and who knows? Uh, you know, again, maybe it just gives them a little more leeway for it to be lower in the ratings. It's held, it's held steady. So the ratings are still not right. great, but it hasn't dipped any further. So, so we'll right. see. Yeah, it's, it's just, us. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just fine. It's yeah. just us. But it's fine. So it's good. Yeah. It's, but yeah, it's, just, it's, yeah, it's I, solid. Um, I mean, wouldn't it be weird if they left them there? Yes, that would be very weird, but like, that be free. But that would weird? be pretty bold. I think I might applaud that if they did that. Because they've given up on Coulson yeah. altogether. Like even in the yeah. comic, they killed him off. Yeah. In the, in the comics, they had Deadpool kill him. So it's like he like they they totally just you know totally gave it up on the uh, the Marvel Agents of Shield yeah. characters completely. We'll see. So they could do anything. Like they can they can go they can go yeah. crazy with it. Oh, one of the yeah. other things, real quick, uh, not to get too far off track, but they also announced another Marvel a cartoon project uh, about all the female characters, the female team. Oh, right. And, right. Uh, That's right. And Chloe Bennett is actually playing uh, Quake in the animated version. And Ming-Na mm-hmm. is playing the villain. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice. So I'm, I'm trying to, let me, Marvel rising secret warriors. That's the, that's the name of it. It's going to be a, a, it says a TV show, but it was real unclear as to, yeah, as to I don't what know it was. If, it's if it was a movie or is it? 
Yeah. Maybe it would be something like that uh, Young Avengers or the uh, you know, Ultimate Avengers uh, animated uh, features that they showed on TV and put out as DVDs. Uh, maybe. I mean, they, they're doing stuff on Hulu, too. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they just put it on Hulu. Well, yeah, it'll probably be Disney. So Secret Warriors were launched first as a series of six four-minute four digital shorts with with the... <laughs> four <laughs> midgets? <laughs> You can't have four midgets in one movie. What are you talking yeah, that's, about? Uh, I think the preferred welcome, per- term is... Welcome to person. the Politically Incorrect <laughs> Podcast. I am your host. Um, no, six four-minute digital shorts uh, with the full film coming to the screen in 2018. Oh, so it's going to be a movie movie. Interesting. So it's kind of this weird... I think it's this weird like multimedia project, but... Um, it, Oh no! You're gonna have all these girls in here. They can't have like girl superheroes running around. My granddaughter like is all about girl power, so she'll be she'll be like all <laughs> over this. Um, yeah, my, it's funny because um, the DC superhero girls, not to talk about DC, even though I'm on a DC podcast, <laughs> but uh, has been one of the top selling toy and and uh, yes. yeah. since they announced it, it's been doing gangbusters yeah. for them. So totally see where they got the idea for this. All this girl stuff. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> But it's going to have – so it'll be, it'll be Daisy Johnson Quake, Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. Kamala Khan, Elijah Bradley, the, the Patriot, Dante Pertuz. I don't know who that is. Uh, America Chavez, so it'll have America in it. Uh, Carol Danvers. Kim Raver is going to play Carol Danvers, so she was on 24 for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor Cole uh, and Doreen Green, uh, uh, Squirrel Girl, is going to be played by Melania uh, Weintraub. Yay! Milana yeah. Vaintrup's the best. Um, and then Hala is going to be Ming Na Wen is playing Hala. She's the the villain. So, uh, so yeah, that's that'll be that'll be coming. See, this says TV series, so it's kind of weird. I can't. It's it's it says full mm. film and then digital short. So I'm not sure what's going on. But um, but anyway, so yeah, so that kind of ties back in Agents of Shield since she's going to play the the cartoon version of herself. So that's kind of cool. All right. Uh, all right, Runaways. So, Daryl, you are probably the biggest uh, Runaways fan at this point. Yeah, I had uh, I, I had started reading the comic when it came out. Like it was, uh, it had a lead in it where, where it was uh, a character of color who was not an angry. He wasn't some angry, super strong dude. He was actually the leader and the genius uh, character in the in the show. I mean, in the comic at the time, so it really attracted me to read it, and I it, I had read it uh, for a while, and um, I watched the show, and I, I I was really surprised at the quality yes. of the show. Mm-hmm. That's Agreed. what really got me at first. Like it, like aside from the story, I just, just watching it, like watching how good the actors were, and these a lot of these are new, fresh actors. Yeah, these are not, unknowns, basically. You know, these are unknowns. A lot of these are unknowns. Like everything that they say you can't do, you they did this. Like this, they, you know, they got a whole bunch of unknowns that work well together. They have good chemistry together. Um, I like the story of it. Like I like that. Um, you know, the whole premise they tell you from the get is that they find out their parents are pretty much bad guys. Like they they're doing something evil uh, together. And the kids don't know. And, and so they find out at the end of the first episode. But what I liked how they flip it and, and you get the, the same day from yes. the first episode, you get it from the parents' perspective. So now the parents are not just 
evil, you give them depth, and we we get to learn motivations behind certain things. And so you just can't look at them as just the evil, you know, the evil behind this this horrible thing they do. Um, and so it's like you you feel the conflict with these kids because they're they're their parents, and um, you know some some parents are more loving than others, but there are reasons behind the parents that are more standoffish with their kids. Um, and there's, and but I was gonna say there's a bit ahead. of a mystery too. So one of the sisters. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a bunch, bunch of mysteries, of but the the key mm-hmm. one is uh, one of the Nico Minoru, who's one of the kids. Um, her sister dies, and there's a lot of mystery mm-hmm. surrounding that as to what's going on, and it's obviously impacted her and her friends, and it's impacted the way it, it, that was kind of like so. All these characters that make up the the runaway kids were friends until right. this thing happened, and after this thing happened, they kind of went yeah, changed they, them they all, went away, yeah. and then. Um, and now they're com- they're they're kind of coming back, um, but it's just it. You know what it reminds me? We mentioned this earlier, but this show reminds me a lot of Veronica Mars. Yes, it reminds me a yeah. lot of Veronica yes. Mars. Totally, that that is a great uh, a great example of what the show kind of makes you think of when you watch it. Yeah, that that it just works has that so vibe well to it. Um, it does because these they come yes. off as kids. Like they really do come off as kids, like you know, like a lot of times they're not they're many many adults the way they do these right. uh, these things, but the these they're written like kids. They they dress like kids. They they talk to each other like kids. Um, you know, even the things they're going through, or you know, they they seem natural for a child to have to go through. And then on top of all these other things, like one of them is, you know, has these mutant power going, you know, growing within her, and another is going through her, you know, she she has powers, she has, you know, some kind of sorcery superpowers, and that's slowly, you know, evolving and coming out, and it, and it's just it's just really fun to watch these characters slowly learn more and more about themselves and, and yeah, their and you family. Start to- and I think I think no, no, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say it really speaks to the writing too that like they're able to have the overarching story and then set up all these other story arcs as well. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've only seen the pilot and I'm already invested, you know, in mm-hmm. some of these story arcs and everything. And that just really speaks to the writing and and the the production value. Yeah, and, and Brian K. Vaughn so, is like an e- executive producer on this, and so he he's had some creative right. input, which is good. The only thing, so the the characters for the most part are almost direct analogs to the ones in the, in the, in the first story. I mean, they're, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the one character was changed up. Um, uh, they, the Molly Hernandez wasn't, her name wasn't Molly Hernandez in the, in the comic, but they, um, they, they changed that up. But the rest of them are like kind of, you know, one for one. Um, but, um, it's, it's just, it's really, so having, the, the other thing is in the book, it's been a long time since I read the, the first, I only read the first two, two volumes, but they, they took off after the first issue, right? Like the one they found their parents were evil. They, they bolted. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So this one, they find out their parents are evil and they're, they're not like, I think there's another aspect to the whole runaways thing that they're, they're playing with, um, that they, you know, they kind of you kind of get to in the first episode 
Um, and I, I, I'm thinking that the runaways, either maybe when we get to the end of the season, they actually run away. But I think it has to do with the kids that have come into that like religious cult thing going on. I, I think that's they're kind of playing mm-hmm. with the with the term there. But um, oh yeah, right. But yeah, it's just I mean, it's amazing what you could do. You know, I mean, because the sets, I mean, it. it these are real places. Like I don't, you don't feel like it's yeah, like they didn't yeah. build a bunch of sets and this isn't like it's shot on a soundstage. It's there's a lot of outdoorsy stuff. There's a lot of stuff that it looks like. Yeah. Oh, they just found this house in Calabasas and just like said, "Hey, can we shoot here? We'll pay you a bunch of money," um, and mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So, I mean, obviously, I think so. It kind of frees up money. So when they do special effects stuff, even for TV, it looks pretty good. Um, you know, because right. Like that dinosaur, dinosaur surprisingly uh, look, looks good. Yeah. 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 And it's like I look at it and I see ABC yeah. Studios and I'm like, and I, I finish, and then after I finish in humans, and I'm like, how can you do something so good with this and you do what you did? within humans like it just felt like they just didn't care within humans and i don't know why because you're trying to build these shows right for abc you're trying to build up the you know that these shows are not as popular as you want them to be like the films are so you would think you'd put the care into it to really you know try to build this stuff up and i just don't know yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm almost, I'm really happy that it's in Hulu because I really think if it was an ABC, it would be punished by yeah. people. Because I, I do, because people uh, punish, people punish I, shows. Well, I think you make a good point. It might not have had the production values and it might not have had the care that it did with under the Hulu yeah. ABS if you're going to judge by what they did with it. And but humans, even it's, it's kind of similar to the Netflix shows. It's like, it's a different world when you produce a thing and not have to worry about ratings. You know, right yeah, now, right. If, you, if you put That's this on true. ABC television, just like in humans or agents of shield, like the budget, the ratings are going to dictate the budget. So, you know, if mm-hmm. the, if the show is doing gangbusters, then they've got more room for you know to do different things. And when the show is not, then right. they have to they have to cut somewhere. With and I think it also to a certain extent I don't mean to cut you off, but it also dictates the absolutely. content too. I mean, mm-hmm. an, an ABC network show is a very different animal than a Hulu or Netflix show. I mean, as far as creative control, as far as standards and practices, right. as far you right. know. In a lot of different ways. It's, yeah, it's a very and this, you know, it's so, funny mm-hmm. because a lot of times, like we, even with the Netflix shows, the Marvel Netflix shows, like we saw with Punisher, and even with you know Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, they get pretty racy. I mean, at, at times. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. we haven't really seen that with this show. It's it's very like I could easily see that, other than a little bit of language, you know, clip here and there, like this could fit on right. ABC TV. It's you know, it doesn't. It, it could. They're not doing anything racier than they would do on Scandal or Grey's Anatomy or or anything like. Right, they're teens. I mean, they. You know what? The yeah, writing is absolutely smarter, too. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 will talk about certain things, but I mean, it's not racy. I mean, they talk sure. about pregnancy, periods. Yeah. You know, like the things like that. The teenagers. They teen. You know, they teenagers. Um, but they don't. Yeah, they don't cross a line where they'd have to put this as a as a rated R. Uh, version, but it did. But I, I, do, I do think though that there are people that will punish. I'm, I'm saying like there are people that would be like it's 
they do it with the CW shows too. Like it's on the CW. I'm not yeah, watching it. Yeah. Like I'm not even gonna give it a shot. And I, I think it works in its favor that it's on Hulu. Yes. Yes. No question. Did anything else. Because it does, it does have a different look to it. It does have a different quality to it, and it and like when um, I saw Inhumans in the theater, I was like, "Oh, this looks like an ABC TV show." Um, when I when you look at, and I guess the Marvel the Netflix shows that say the same. Like you don't look at those and go, "Wow, this looks like an ABC TV show." And the same thing no, with Runaways. You don't. It doesn't no. look like oh, this just it just feels like an ABC TV show. But it's it's really well done. Yeah. I mean, the the characters. I like how the you know the personal interactions are starting to come. You know, you could start to see like development of like love triangles going on, but but they don't mm-hmm. they don't overplay mm-hmm. it. Um, and we're slowly starting to learn. Like we're, I mean, the fifth episode just aired the, last week. The sixth episode will, as we record this, will air, air the next day. Um, it's a right. it's somewhat of a slow burn, but it doesn't feel like it because they keep peppering right. enough stuff about like. There's, you know, there's six kids, there's six set of, or there's five sets of parents because the two, two kids are kind of like adoptive, uh, yeah, sisters. They're adopted, Um, right. And so as the show goes on, we find more and more about the backstories of, of these parents. Um, so there's enough to kind of keep it going where you feel like it's not dragging. Like, I don't feel like this show is, is slow by any stretch, um. And, and given mm-hmm. that we're not further along in the show than we are, like in the first ep- first issue of the comic, which is you know kind of uh, you know kind of a, you know normally you'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe they haven't you know gotten to this point yet, but um, right. but it's it's just really well done. But it's just the way the villains are just uh, uh, more dimensional than than most. And- where we don't get to see that we don't we don't get to see a developed. You know, uh, bad guys. These are these are supposed to be the yeah. bad guys of the and show. Again, and again, they have their own motivations. And, and a show with a and, diverse cast. It's like yeah. it's not. It's about a bunch of rich kids, but it's not all a bunch of white rich kids. Yeah, that, you know, it's it's like no. it's a very diverse right. cast, and they're all playing like you know offspring of wealthy individuals. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I forget. You know what? I totally forget about how diverse this cast really is. But yeah, it it is a. It is a really a real diverse cast. I mean, and mostly yeah, women. Yeah. And mostly women, female characters in this. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing how this was. Uh, how this was just done. It wasn't, and they didn't try to say it. Like there was no wording that said this right. is blah blah blah. We have more women than like none of that. It's just we just did it. This is the property. We put it out there. We did it. In fact, I don't even see much advertising of the Runaways no. anymore since the debut. No. Like it's been very quiet. Not really. It's been very quiet with this show, which surprised me that it's, it's it hasn't been. Especially for a Marvel but show. Even like with the yeah, it, yeah, it gives me high. I'll tell you what. what the watching this gives me really high hopes for yes, the Dagger. I agree. Yes, it I does. Agree. It does. Kind of. It kind of does because it. You know, yeah, I think this show being done as well as it is uh, will will get people interested in at least giving the show a shot, giving uh, Cloak and Dagger a shot at least more than than not. So yeah, if you're not Um, if you're not watching Runaways, then uh, I mean, yeah, it is Hulu, and you'd have to yeah, you'd have to subscribe to Hulu. (laughs) Uh, Although now, if you are a Sprint Unlimited member, you get Hulu for free. So take advantage of that. Oh. Ooh, oh, well, yeah, sure. Um, 
but yeah, so it's, so so yeah, we'll keep an eye. So we're kind of at this weird phase now. Where I mean, for Marvel, not for DC, obviously, but for Marvel, where you know, there's there's kind of three things. You know, there's there's several things going on at once. So we'll keep checking in mm-hmm. next time. We'll 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 check back in with Daryl and see how it's going with Punisher. Um, and we'll keep we'll keep moving along with Agents of Shield and Runaways. So. Uh, there's one more, depending on when you hear this episode, I'm going to try So we're recording this this Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and get this up probably, uh, either Monday or probably Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest, but there's, there's some imminent news that might be coming out, uh, with this Fox Disney merger. So if you're wondering like why we haven't talked about that, um, and because the word on the street is like, this thing is all but a done deal and the ink is, is ready to be put to paper. Uh, once that's official and announced and signed, then I think we're going to probably hop on and do like an impromptu day of the news recording. So we didn't want to really talk too much about that today uh, because we're going to give it like the full we'll – probably, that's probably all we'll talk about, probably 30, 45 minutes um, and talk about that and what we think and how what kind of impact that might have um, about that. So, uh, so yeah, we're not ignoring it. We just, uh, we just want to give it its due and not talk about speculation. Cause I mean, at this point, this whole thing could fall apart. Um, you know, yeah, it, we it don't could know. change. Um, right. Yeah. So there, yeah. There's a lot going on with this, but, but, but the word is that it's pretty much a done deal. So. Yep. Yep. We'll see. All right. Well, we got caught up. It's a long one, but thanks everybody for sticking with us. Um, leave us an iTunes review. I, I didn't see any iTunes reviews uh, come in, but we have that Spider-Man Homecoming uh, movie code. So leave us an iTunes review, and I'll I'll uh, I'll give it a little bit longer to give you a chance to go to go do that. So do that now. Pause this and go do this. Go do that, um, and I'll I'll pick somebody. And uh, even if you don't listen to it on iTunes, uh, you listen to it from your computer or Android or from the website or whatever. Um, you could still just kind of you know log in and leave us an iTunes review. Um, so we'd appreciate that. Uh, but that's all we had to talk about. So you can, obviously, uh, the, the luscious tones of Jim Dietz, uh, here on HHW LOD, uh, with the DC TV podcast, the Walking Dead podcast, and then, uh, him as well as Mr. Taylor on the Walking Dead TV podcast and this podcast. But you, we, we just covered the big CW crossover, Crisis on Earth X. I need Spoiler, to catch up it was so awesome. Bad. And there are, Oh, it's so good, dude. It's the best thing any of these shows have done this season, period. And, and uh, we have the mid-season finales coming up in our next episode. So oh, yeah. Now we're going to catch up with Gotham and all the rest. So. And then you... Black Lightning is coming in about what? I'm looking forward weeks? to that. Four weeks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't too. wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. Cool. Um, and then, of course, you can check out Mr. Taylor on this show and the Walking Dead TV podcast and the DC TV podcast and all the cool stuff he has going over at the Taylor Network of Podcast.com. Yeah, we got a recent Gotham by Geeks that just went up with uh, you, you, me and you and uh, and uh, Chris Campbell. Yeah, yeah. yeah we talk a lot of TV. Talk a lot of TV. Yeah. A lot of 4K and 3K and BK <laughs> all, and 2K. All the Ks. BK. Uh, all the Ks are in that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's good stuff. Um, so, yeah, you could, uh, f- yeah. again, follow the show on Twitter at uh, MCU underscore podcast. Being that the show has moved to Friday and I don't have a podcast conflict anymore, I've been live tweeting the show on Friday nights. So uh, you could definitely keep, keep uh, up with that on Fridays. 
Um, and then the Facebook group, facebook.com slash MCU podcast. Um, and like I said, we'll be back probably soon. The next thing you'll hear from us is probably going to be this breaking news. If it in fact comes to pass, if not, uh, we'll probably be back in a couple weeks and do more catching up and maybe we'll have a little more news uh, coming out. Hopefully Matthew will be back so we can get his perspective on some of this stuff as well. So mm-hmm. thank you for listening, everybody.